Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Rants and Tangents podcast with Daryl Smith Jr. Shay Love. And Ray Parker. What's today? Sunday. Sunday. It was just one. Woohoo! Even Snow. I was there. Oh, you went to the game? Yeah. Oh, shit. You know, I don't never tell people where I'm at. Yeah. So I ain't post shit. I Why did somebody looking post for you? a little secret something on my. Uh, <laughs> On my Instagram story, but that's about it. Right. No, fuck that. Who you went with? You don't never want nobody to know where you at. I, I, I'm with you. Or when you're not at your house. I'm okay. with you. I'm saying that's it's a good roll of thumb. Roll mm-hmm. up in your grid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Who you go with? Nicole. Oh, okay. So everything you expected. Frantic. Honestly, yeah. I didn't think the Eagles would win. Yeah. But they won, and it was a good game. It was a rare, it was a lot of action. It was a good game to see live. Right. Yeah. I haven't seen the Eagles win live in like at least three years. So yeah, it's been at least two years. So yeah, it was good, man. It was good. That's good, man. Fly equals fly, even though it's looking like we might not make the playoffs. But you know, it's still good to end the season off strong with promise. You know what I mean? So what else is up? Nothing, man. So we got some big news to share, big news to share. We have somebody else to just join the Masters Club. Oh, yeah, see, I did. I because it is a big thing, right? Congratulations, Shay. No, I'm aware of it. I'm aware that it happened. Oh, thank you. 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 Congratulations. Oh, Congratulations. Thanks, we happy for you. We're proud of you. Yes. Always. So now the whole show is everybody has a master's degree up here. Oh my goodness. Everybody She's, got an MED? MED? Yeah, master's education, right? Okay. Yep. yep. So yep, yep, yep. super proud of you. You've been working hard, been diligent throughout this semester. semester yeah. You know what I mean? With all the stress now it's all behind you. Yes it is. It's lit. It seem like it went by fast. This last semester did. I felt like it went by fast. I, it really did. It really did. I'm, I'm glad, too, because not getting paid for this semester it was whack, fam. I know. When you, you go back in January? That's a sacrifice. No, I went back. Uh, I left my student placement on Friday. I was back at work on Monday. Oh, damn. Right back. Right back. That's what's up. I know everybody missed you. They did. That's your Everything. So many things are different. So many people left. Got all these new people. You mean clients or you mean staff? Staff. Client. I mean, we got some new clients. Um, our kids typically don't leave, like, in the middle of the year. Like, yeah, they don't saying. leave, period, honestly, until they age out. Yeah, until they age out, so. Right. They'll be there. That's what's up, man. So is you, Ray. Same old story, all gusto glory. Can you see what's on there? I'm curious. Because okay. even if my name is on there, I truly have no idea what's Oh, no, I ain't write nothing on there. Uh, Just congratulations. But you got to be a real one, too, yo. You have to re-gift that bag. Pay it for it. You thought I wasn't there? Just, just throwing it out there. Because I re-gift those joints. Even though I just bought that because I forgot. But still, re-gift that joint. I was just work. This was elaborate. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Elaborate is a strong word for I love the word, so I use it. I feel like it's elaborate. But yeah, so be done once and for all, moving forward in life, and you get back to the money. Yeah, I'm probably gonna go back to school though, to be honest. For what? 
What? <laughs> Principal shirt. Sure. Or I can understand that. Either so it will either be a principal shirt or my BCBA. So you're not tired of school? Nah. Okay. Well, no. there we go. I never get tired of school, honestly. So, I mean, I might be like, oh, God, I hate this. I want it to be over, but I never get tired of school. You still going to help me with that thing? Yeah. All right, cool, cool. I got you. Yeah, I think it's due January 18th. No, I got until March. Did you send me what you were supposed to send me? No, no, no I ain't even. Cause Can I y'all save y'all side conversation? Sorry. Just for everybody else in the world. I don't even know what the fuck they talking about. So that's fine. We all on the same page. Everybody but them too. What are we talking about today, y'all? Oh, uh, so much. It's Christmas time. So, so much. much. <laughs> sorry, so much. sorry, guys. It's not. It's not so, so much. much to discuss. It's been two weeks. It has. It has been two weeks. We kind of let the time pass. I think. We probably had topics last week. That I feel were like there's a, a lot more. of political stuff going on. We did have topics on. last week for sure. And we probably we talk a lot of shit during the week, and we're just like, oh well, yeah, fuck it. We do. This week the chat was kind of light though. I feel like, well, for it maybe was a lot going you guys on. Have, like your own chat or whatever. <laughs> we have another group shit chat going on. Yeah, of course we ain't having shit. Nothing going on. Though. Yeah, but our chat was light. All right. Well, so holidays. We all we, we are celebrating holidays. Whatever you want to fucking call them. I don't care anymore. Yeah, I'm just here, man. Did you buy your children presents? Yeah, yeah. Not a, not you, a bunch. All your children are aware of the lack of a Santa Claus? I think they are now. Or what game are we playing? You think, see? That's okay. What about you? Yeah, I'm just fully aware. We're fully aware. Yeah. How come you, you only think? You don't know. Like, because I don't, I don't really take any time to really sit down and discuss it with them. It's more of a... If you want to believe, go ahead. If you Do don't, you don't. Do you put presents under the tree before Christmas? No. Okay, I see. You help foster the whole thing. Listen, to each his own. I think uh. that's exciting, though. That part. Like, I put some presents under the tree, but I'll put all of them under the tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After but you put, you put, definitely put them, you put some under the tree before Christmas, right? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It's a part of making the, the tree look good. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> like, that's a part of decoration. My tree looks very good. I just but that's no the other thing, like. It's, it's gifts under there, but it's not. Their kids. Mm-hmm. Kids not stupid. No, they not. Like, That's what I'm saying. Like I'm not gonna say the tree and then you talk like who you think paying for this shit? Why haven't you been very direct and just telling your kids? Because I like to leave things to the imagination. Uh-huh. I like to let them explore, have fun with it, all that shit. I think I it's dope. That. Yeah, fuck that. No, I mean like I said, to each his own. Everybody got their own method. Two fairy huh? too. Easter Easter I don't think they believe in two fairy just because we don't really bring that up. Easter bunny, we not no. All right, well, your daughter hasn't lost any teeth yet. She's uh, losing teeth. That's what, what I'm saying. What's the so. process going to be? Mm, I haven't thought about it. Do you put money under the pillow? Uh, for a little while. That Why would do we be... pay kids for losing teeth? Yeah. I don't it's even... a part of, like, development. For a little while, that was the thing. And then, I mean, more recently, probably over the past years, I'm like, look, dog, I'm not trying to sneak. You're done with it. I'm not. For what? Why am I putting all this effort into giving you fucking money for free? It don't make no sense to me. Yeah. Cause I feel like I'm not teaching my kids proper uh, understanding of how they're gonna get this cash. Nobody's gonna work hard to give you anything for free, especially not no goddamn money. Meanwhile, daddy's sneaking around trying to scoot your head up a little bit <laughs> so I can fucking grab this tooth that's in a Ziploc bag right. and pass you five dollars. So five dollars. Oh, here's another thing that pisses me off about it: five dollars that I want to have it anyway because you fucking lose it. And I keep telling you to fucking yeah. put it in your piggy bank, put it in your pocket, put it here, put it there, you, and I find the shit. And then right. I was actually one day, oh, we at the store. Oh, can I get this LOL dollar? Can I get this fucking uh, 
uh, what's what the little? What is the LOL thing? These little mini Marley's things that they played with for things. two fucking two times. So they played with like, like is it a cartoon? <laughs> yeah, like, it's uh, two times. It's, it's, a, it's another waste of money. What are those? Th- I don't uh, know. Destiny and Halo fucking action figures. That's what my boy went on a goddamn time. These little Halo fucking pieces all over the place. I'm stepping on. Got pick up my son on choking shit. Okay. Meanwhile, you asked me to pay for it. Dog, your tooth just came out. Remember that? Yeah. Where that five dollars at? Oh yeah, I don't know. They don't give a Meanwhile, shit about I that. I know where that shit at. It's in right. my fucking room. They don't give a. That's. I'm yeah, trying. It's funny because Aiden just asked me why. I feel do like I'm feeling. No. <laughs> You're not. No. no, no. I, why the fuck am I wasting this energy? Into the, <laughs> like Aiden asked the question like why do grown ups care about their paycheck so much? Oh, I okay. said, why do it was a Whoa. great question. I was glad he asked. Yeah, oh, you never asked. Player. One of those jobs. Like, all right, well, um, so you ate today, right? He's like, Yeah. I was like, all right. So how you think you ate? You got the money to eat. Y'all pay for it. Oh, all right. You got clothes on? Yeah. How you think you get those clothes? You pay for it, right? Yeah, we pay for it. What about the house? What about everything? So everything you got, we gotta earn. That's how you earn it. We earn the money, our paycheck. Get you the stuff you want. So if you want something, you work for it, you can get it. So this whole led to a whole, now he takes his chores more serious. Now he's more. work. Yeah, because he won V-Bucks and all this shit. So this led to <laughs> he trying to earn some money so oh, he can go out shit. and buy his V-Bucks or whatever. But now he's starting to think about it because I'm like, all right, you can spend his money on V-Bucks, but you know you got lunch next week too. Mm-hmm. We're not stopping paying for your lunch. You got your allowance at the top of the week. You're not getting nothing else. So you can spend your lunch money on V-Bucks and eat freebies all week. I, I don't care what you do with it. It's your money. But think about it. So now you got to make like real that. player decisions. Uh-huh. So these conversations that we're starting to have, he's doing it on his own a little bit, but I just teach him to earn. Whatever you do, I'm not giving you nothing. You got to earn it. So everything is earned with me. You know what I mean? I think a lot of young boys messed up in life by being given shit too much and not understanding what it means to earn. Mm-hmm. How you feel about these young boys pumping gas and want to carry your groceries to your car? I was that young boy. Trying, right? I was that. I don't young think boy. pumping gas is a good hustle. I don't either, and I hate when I see adults there. But I used to be the young boy that helped with bags at the at the grocery bags store. Bags is a different thing. I mm-hmm. think that's a pretty good hustle. You know, what I mean, I'm doing something for you that you might not, especially with older ladies. But mm-hmm. that was, smart. I mean, that was what we knew, like. You know what I'm saying? I didn't really look at it like panhandling. I be talking to the young boys just be trying to pump my gas. Like, it's a stupid ass. It's stupid. Yeah, I'll give them money and not even let them pump my gas. But yeah, you told like me that before, and I think that's stupid. I'll just go, what you're you trying to get into? You're the thing you said you got an issue with. You feel like they're no. too much. My, There's no effort to pump my gas. That's what I'm saying. The difference with bagging and pumping gas is like you're actually carrying something. Pumping sure. gas, I really don't need you to pump my gas. Yeah, so why am I giving you just giving you money? Sometimes I give them money just to. For the sake of, how many you know, looking out for him? Like a dollar. I was about to say because the other day, not giving him five dollars. We actually had to work. He gave this nigga, young boy, a dollar. Yeah, remember that shit? Mm-hmm. I believe in giving young boys a couple dollars, but I ain't giving them ten dollars, five dollars just for anything. But I, I, I don't, I don't <laughs> like what you're doing. I don't like that. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't like that you gave a dollar to the kid who was doing work for us, and you give a dollar to a kid who ain't doing shit. He asked to do something. I just didn't need him to do it. But it's still right, so fuck up a conversation. God damn. So I'm saying. <laughs> teach teach you, him to do you hustle. You go to a job. Hey, I want this job. Oh, we're not hiring right now. But he'll pay you for the job anyway. Fuck uh, no. Mm, 
<laughs> oh um, shit, it froze. Yeah. Yeah, man. But um listen, man, I like to keep the young bulls. At least they ain't, you know, getting into no trouble. But I also sure. want to tell them to switch their hustle up. I don't never knock a nigga trying to earn. I hate when grown men is out there trying to do that shit. That's mm-hmm. what irritates me. When a, an adult man comes up to me asking me to do some shit that obviously I can do. Right. A kid, on the other hand, I'm a little more gentle in my approach just because he can it's a learning situation. Just like, yeah. And plus, like I said, I was that young boy. Like, mm-hmm. you know, when I wanted some money to go skating or a couple extra dollars, wasn't no shame in my game. I go bag up some groceries. I go do whatever it took so I can get my six dollars, and I'm up at Elmwood on Saturday night, nigga, getting my roll on. No, I'm with you on that. So you know, I, and, and it gotta be forced. Just give me a dollar, just to give me a dollar. It ain't, it ain't. I don't even want to set that expectation. <laughs> I hope they don't expect niggas to just give it to them. But it is, it is annoying though. Like children and money. No, just people bothering you while you out shopping. Oh, <laughs> you yeah. just like yo. I don't want to pay for this gas anyway. Or I just spent $100 in the grocery store, bastard. But at the same time, it's like... And then you want me to give you $5 on the way out. Right. No. Right. So that'd be my thing. A grown-ass man. And maybe when I'm elderly, it might be a space for that. That's what I'm saying. You're different... not going to do it anymore because y'all are trying so hard to get them to stop. I'm not trying to get them to stop doing the grocery thing. The gas thing, Oof. definitely. Fuck you. I could be 90. If I can still drive, I can still put my own gas. I'm hoping that driver ain't 90. I mean, if I'm still shocked. I, I just hate when a, a grown ass man does come up to me. Like, I won't even stop at the gas station. I'll just keep pushing. Just so <laughs> I, like, dog, you just fucking up their business. I just say no. Like, seriously. You like, ain't gonna fuck up me. I already found the lowest one in the area. I'm not <laughs> leaving because your ass over here. I done been searching for 10 minutes for the fuck lowest that. gas prices. I done burnt about a quarter tank. Yeah, yeah, man. But nah, I feel you. It's annoying. Do you pay the young bulls? No. no, you don't give them nothing. Mm-mm. How was it as a uh, as a woman? They handled you a little bit more because yeah, they I feel, feel like, like they be aggressive like, with uh, me. I'm like, I'm sure they're aggressive yeah. with you. They handled you a little bit more, but they're consistent. No, and then they'll stop. And if it's the same people Yo, there, Yo, they sis. still they'll do it all the time, like nonstop, no matter how you got many no times. Man to pump your gas. Going, you seen that, Jim? You said what? You ain't got no man to pump your mm. gas. No, what was you that? see that uh, skit on Instagram? Mm-mm. I sent it to you. Y'all can't even laugh with me if you ain't see it. <clears throat> when Shay just said that, it made me think about it. Got no man to pump your gas. I, I, I feel like there's an influx of grown ass men panhandling. Like dudes, not dudes that look homeless though. Mm-hmm. Like no, dudes that look like perfectly on their P's and Q's. Fresh sneakers cleaner than mine. Jeans pressed <laughs> with less wrinkles than mine. And these niggas sitting right inside outside 7 Eleven. Talking straight, no slur. Talking real normal to me, yo, bro. Can I get you changed on the way out? Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like shit, like that is would be a nuisance. They are to me. on some sort of drug. Absolutely. I hope. So. Oh, no, you hope so. I was you about to say. I'm just saying. I would assume that would make, <laughs> it would make more, more sense. sense. Yeah. yeah, because it really be it be be casting twenties, thirties, forties, just standing outside asking me for money. I'm like, cuz. Yeah, you know I, mean? I, I feel like I'm a giver. People make me not want to give. Mm-hmm. I agree. I don't trust you at all. You're so. like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, why do you? Why are you here? Yeah, I, I don't. It's fucking two p.m. Like, it's right. nothing more you productive you can be doing. The why fuck are you, you here? here for? Yeah, man. Maybe we should start asking. What? Oh yeah, I'm why sorry. Why are you here? No, because then that's gonna lead to a whole nother rabbit hole. Just. 
And he telling you all his problems. If I got time for it, I'm going to do it. I ain't got time. Yeah, if I had time, I think I would. I had a nigga come stand by my window yesterday while I was uh, waiting for Tarisha to come out of the store for at least five minutes trying to give me a lecture about his life. I rolled the window up on the nigga twice. He knocked again. I'm like, fam, get the fuck away from me, cuz. Like, I pulled up. Get the fuck out of here. He was black, wasn't he? Black dude. Just sitting there. He was, hey, I don't know, brother. but he looked like he was high. <laughs> like, he looked like he was high. Different. I'm like, he like, yo, man, you got any change you can spread? No, fam. Rolled my window back up. You know, man, and he started telling me his problem. Look, dog, I really ain't got time, dog. Rolled my window up again. This nigga knocking again. I just pull off. Like, dog, it's so some of these dudes just be ridiculous, man. Mm-hmm. I agree. All right, so you don't let your kids. You don't. Ray don't care if his kids think there's a Santa Claus. Shade's very clear. I'm very clear. How's your whole Christmas pan out? Like, how do you do things? Y'all build up a tradition yet? Routine? Mm, no. no. I don't think I want a tradition surrounding Christmas. I don't even put much emphasis <laughs> on it no more. Cause my I, I've realized after probably my third Christmas or my second Christmas as a parent that all this shit, they pick one toy, play with one thing, and that's it. So Mm -hmm. I'm not going, like, I'm not one of them parents that's buying my kid a bunch of shit to post on social media to look like I'm king or the best parent in the world. It's just like, no, I'm going to get them what they want, exactly what they want, and, you know, a couple pairs, a couple outfits, maybe a pair of sneakers, and that'd be that. That's it. I'm not spending a thousand dollars on Christmas or five hundred dollars on Christmas. It's not happening. It's not about that thousand dollars. Yeah, I agree. I learned that after Mickey's first Christmas, I was like all hype, like oh, yeah. new baby, got to get her everything, and she crawled in and out of a box the entire day, and that was joy for her. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, it was. cool. It's like we don't really know our children, like so we just buy them a bunch of shit we think they like. Yeah. <laughs> and they playing with wrapping paper. Man, last <laughs> year I bought my kids so much shit. And it wasn't even a bunch of dollars, a lot of money. It was all relatively cheap shit. Because mm-hmm. they all wanted these small little figures and mm-hmm. stupid shit. So this year, I mean, after last year, I remember last year coming down and seeing the Christmas tree. And the shit was literally overflowing mm-hmm. with gifts. I was like, this is too much. Then the grandparents giving them gifts. Cousin, oh, I'm like, I, I account for shit, that yeah. when I'm like buying stuff. Like, okay, this person gonna get them something. Yeah. This person gonna get mm-hmm. something. That's what this I did person. this year. Like, I don't need to. I don't need to do all of this because people are gonna get her things. She's gonna be fine right. regardless. Mm-hmm. That's where I had to get to this year because last year, on top of like, because my my parents giving at least three gifts. All types of random shit, but three mm-hmm. gifts regardless. And it just became a bunch of fucking things. I can't tell you where 95% of that stuff is at this point. Nothing. Yeah. And I be in, I, I am an active cleaner in my children's room. I be in there, supervising and moving shit. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you where half that shit is. So this year, I, we was going to do a book needing to read. We even nixed that shit. We got all these fucking books. Mm-hmm. Pick a goddamn book and read that shit. Do you? Like, <laughs> like, I do buy new books. If I see a book I like, Catches my attention. I buy that shit it's, uh, for adult or for a kid. But why I gotta make it a Christmas gift? Yeah, I it, used to do that. Like I used, to, it used to have to be a book mm-hmm. with any gift I gave a kid. Like you're gonna get whatever I'm getting you, but you're gonna get a book as exactly. well. Exactly. Right. I was on that shit. All my, uh, all my homies' kids, my nieces, nephews, they all got a book with me writing in it somewhere. And mm-hmm. I still might do. I like doing that. Yeah. But for my kids, I got a fucking bookshelf. Yeah. And that joint full. Mm-hmm. Read a motherfucking book. Like, what do you give a kid that get a world? Like, and, and, and that has the world. And I'll just, 
this is the time to reflect for me and just be like, yo, mm-hmm. we're extremely blessed. And at this time, we're able to pay it forward. And I have been encouraging that, though. Mm-hmm. Like, in terms of just, like, dog, you got all this shit, Aiden, just give it away. Give it to somebody. Like, you see a stranger, a little kid on the street, somebody want to play with it, just give it to him. I'm trying to get rid of their toys any fucking way. I'm Dog. just trying to come up with creative it's so ways. much shit. But I'm just Christmas trying to teach you. Christmas is the purge. Yo, Christmas is the purge. Right. Like, when it's Pay approaching, it I purge. I right. have Dog, to when's the last time you touched this? Like, seriously. No, I don't. Have, I don't ask her about it. If I think and I know she hasn't done anything, I'm just taking it. And she right. literally, she doesn't know, and she does not care because she didn't know that I did it, and she's just in her room all willy nilly happy, like mm-hmm. has no idea don't that I took it. half of the shit out of your room. I'm thinking we can. I can go in my basement and wrap some of that old shit down there <laughs> that I already gave them previously, yep. and Find make that box. tree look real fucking. Because my tree, like I said, they, they got like three gifts apiece. That's enough, man. Three or four gifts. And with, I don't know what they, like, my mom and them got, my brothers and all, you know, everybody else around us, but yeah. You do a spending limit? Y'all do a spending limit. So it could be a lot, but I stick to my limit. Like, yeah. this is what it is, and this mm-hmm. is what it's going to be. Same. But I also start pretty early. Like, I'll, if I see something, uh-huh. I'm like, oh, I love this. I'm see, that's what me. I used to do. That's what I had to stop doing. Because mm-hmm. I started getting shit for them for me. Oh, I would want them to have this. Mm-hmm. I would like the way this uh-huh. looks. Like, no, fuck that. You think you know your kids, and you like, you don't like this, like this shit. That's <laughs> the shit. This is your fire. <laughs> you crazy. You don't know how much time I took time. Now you mad at him? Reviewing it, her. coming up with the idea, thinking I'm imagining shit you could do uh-huh. with this. Like, you're yeah. not taking this. It's funny. For everything it's, I gave. But it's the truth though. Like stuff that I bought Mickey like two Christmases prior to when she actually used it. I was like, I'm not throwing this shit away. I bought her like this circuit and she could build shit. At the time, she was not interested in that. Like, at all. She didn't want to do that. I was like, you know what? She's going to love it. She's going to love it. She's got to wait it out. Wait it out. And then the day came and she was like, mommy, what's this? And I was like, I gave this to you two years ago. Let's build something. We built a bunch of stuff and she loved it. Wow. It's funny that you said that. That's what uh, Risha ordered Aiden off of Amazon. It's Fucking so fun. Some motor or some shit that he can build on. Mm-hmm. Some, I'm like, that nigga not going to fuck with that shit. <laughs> no, we got to foster in there. I, I want to foster it and have these conversations. He's going to play. I just got him a piano. He played that shit for five, ten minutes. I'm like, yo, you look, you can go on YouTube. You can learn some songs and shit like that. Man, please. Nigga play with that shit five, ten minutes. Made a bunch of noise and then turned back you around, got him, back you on the Fortnite. Him you really got to put him in a class. Yeah. yeah, for sure. But that was my plan see, this year. I'm feeling like YouTube University might be able to no, get these niggas no. through anything. Well, I they just probably teach them not YouTube because it. it would require them. Like, but they have like no, they people you technique. can do it on. I'm s- I know, but it would require them to actually sit and do and, it. And require like, them to want to do it. Yeah. You got to be proactive in that type of situation. Mm-hmm. Versus a teacher where you're more reactive mm-hmm. in this instruction. They have right. people you can, like, do, like, they can do it at home on the like computer or whatever, joint. yeah. Yeah, let me try that out. But, yeah, man. I see people out there going above and beyond spending thousands of dollars. And, uh, it's dumb. Have at it. I think it's dumb. I mean, it ain't Real, real dumb. <laughs> yeah, it's not my money. That's so I don't give a shit. <laughs> Like, I know I've learned. <laughs> yeah, I, I had to learn the hard way, but it ain't my money. But at the same time, some so people are. So much fucking stuff, yo. Yeah. So. I've never seen that much. It's only four of them. And at that time, it was only three of them last year. I had never seen that much stuff growing up with six siblings. Right. I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, this is crazy. And this, and then your grandparents coming with more shit and more shit. And this, they got so many sets of grandparents. I, All this extra shit. I really do wonder, because I don't remember... 
if my Christmases looked like my kids' Christmases. I feel like mine didn't. Like I don't, I don't remember. Not in a bad way, but my, I feel like mine didn't look like this. I'm I sure. can't say that ours did, but it was because the my parents, you know, my, they had us young, so yeah. the whole neighborhood was vested in it, so everybody chipped in. So it was like a mm-hmm. big thing because so many people were like, "Oh, that's this when the neighborhood was still together." Shot kids, you gotta do this. Uh. So it used to be, and then we lived with my grandma, so she was not having it that we wasn't having a late Christmas. Right. So. Uh, I'm with you. What was your best Christmas? 2000. No, 99. That's another year. I know. I don't. I was. It was that's when I got my first. Uh, I wasn't going to time. Got a brand new bike. Uh, with pogos on it. What kind of bike? It was a real Royce Union. Okay. Silver joint. Four pegs all the way around. That's when I first learned how to wheelie. Mags that uh, still uh, spokes. It's st- uh, still spokes. Okay. No, I ain't, I ain't never had no bike with uh with mags. mags, but I wanted one. My homie D had a GT with white mags on it. Psh, bruh. Jones crazy. But then I ended up getting a um I had ended up getting a red line with red tires on that joint with black rims. Oh yeah. my god, nigga. This bike was like a Rolls Royce. <laughs> so pull up on my shit like bitch. I put my Rolls I put my roots. See, I used to take my bike serious. I used to wash my bikes like a car. Oh, I, I, I wash my bike. You ain't never wash your bike? I, I was never wash it. Man, if I would have knew about Armor Roll back then, I would have been a young boy with Armor Roll tires on a bike. I swear to God, I used to take my bike so serious. Wow. And I used to know how to wheelie my ass off and do all types of tricks on them, Jones. So I used to really be the, the young boy that just See, bike I life. Take bikes to uh, take bikes apart, put bikes together, make right. new bikes. Yep. Do that too. So that's when you still, so that was just the whole stealing bikes? Yeah. You used to steal bikes? Yeah, we used to go up where I live at, where my mom live at now. Or even just fine. And take their bikes and shit. That's, that's how me and Khalif met. Thought I was gonna steal his bullshit bike. <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah, that was our shit, man. What about you, Shay? Uh <clears throat> I had to be like six or seven and it was my favorite Christmas only because now in retrospect I realized that my mom and dad probably forgot to put a gift under the tree, like for on you? Christmas Eve. For I think it was like it was like a game or something, so it was for all of us, but they forgot to put it under the tree. So the next day, on the 26th, when we woke up, it was another gift under the tree, and I was like, this is so amazing. Like, I just thought it was like the best thing ever. It just stuck in my mind. I don't Post have any. Christmas gift? Yeah, I thought it was lit. That's not. I thought it was lit. <laughs> what you I, I don't remember my best Christmas. I had, a, as a child, I had a lot of fucked up Christmases, though. I got beaten on Christmas, a bad beating on Christmas. What? What'd you do? So me and my brother had found a a gold cross charm. It was probably two inches long, maybe two, maybe one and a half, but it was like thick, thick gold, and it looked like a nugget, the way it felt or whatever. And we found it in the laundry. I don't to this day I don't know where that shit came from. I know I didn't steal it, and I was a Stephen ass dude. Right. And I know my brother <laughs> ain't steal it. He ain't still like that. But we found it. I found it in the laundry. And I think I might have bought it to him. And then I don't know if we either hid it from my dad or how, I don't know how my dad found it. But, of course, he finds it and we stole it. And we stick into it like, yo, we didn't steal it, man. I found that shit in the laundry. I'm telling the truth. Like, I found it in the laundry. I don't know where that shit came from. I've never seen nobody in here wear that shit, so I, I kept it. He fucking lit us up. Like, when I tell you... So the way my dad used to beat us was, we had to pull down our pants, and we had to touch our toes. And you got however many you got. I can't remember the number, so I ain't going to make something up. But it was definitely double digits. 
And so we got that, and on Christmas, I think he really thought we stole it because he wasn't, he didn't stop until, I don't think we ever admitted it because we, we, we didn't steal it. But I, it, it was a long, long session wow. of just getting lit the fuck up to the point where I remember I couldn't sit down. My ass hurt so Damn. fucking bad. That's the, my most memorable Christmas. Wow. And you know what he did with that shit? This is, this, this is the shit. This motherfucker, it's not like he went to go find out whose it was. Or maybe he did, I don't know. I doubt it. He melted that shit down and made a fucking medallion uh, with a Shriner symbol on it. He still mm-hmm. got it. Really, I feel it. like I found that shit. You should take that. <laughs> I, I just said you should take that shit. <laughs> like, it's, it was thick, yo. It's a, that's why, because the medallion he made was bigger, but it's right. thinner. Wow. It was a lot of gold, man. I don't know where it came from. Yeah, like, yo, you should take the look, Pop. I yeah, told you I ain't take it. it. I'm still sticking to that story. Yo, That's my it's, piece, dog. It's like ten, it's at least almost twenty years later. We still ain't changed it. We really found it. I found it. That's mine, man. Mm-hmm. I'm coming for that. <laughs> That's mine. Yeah. Used to like religiously tell us this story about my mom on Christmas <laughs> to the point that like I didn't know that it wasn't a true story. He was like. Um, one year, she was so drunk <laughs> that she fell into the Christmas tree, knocked it down, ruined all the presents, and we would be like, "Mommy, like what? Diane, you're a child. Diane used to tell us this as a child, and we used wow. to be like, "Mommy was drunk and she broke the tree and all the presents." And they find like up into his twenties, like didn't know that it wasn't a true story until one day my mom was like, "David, I ain't get drunk and knock down the goddamn tree." <laughs> Terrible, but Diane, like Diane, will still tell it to this How day. How much older is he? The oldest? Diane's a year and a half older than us, but he swears. Because well, he, he was only one. I think one year. I'm just wondering like, how the hell he gets you to. Because he's an actor. <laughs> what he do? That's what he do? That's funny. That's what he do? Hit you with the finesse. He did. We um we used to crack up every time he would tell this story. My dad used to crack up. No one is not true, but just the fact that no, Diane would no just lie like that. Keep the lie alive. Yep. Keep the lie alive. What's your worst Christmas, Ray? My worst Christmas. Mmm. It's a lot to recall. Um, I ain't gonna go too far back. But I will say, um, probably when my like the last year when my mom and dad was together, that was like the Christmas where I remember shit being like fucked up. You know what I mean? Like I I don't know. I suppress all my memories though, so I don't really want to talk about it. But that was like a Christmas I can remember where shit was just kind of fucked. You know what I mean? Are we going to protect our kids from having a fucked up Christmas? Because I think everybody's had at least one fucked up Christmas. Um. Yeah, I try my best to. I mean, That's what I'm saying. Like, I get into the spirit of thing. Like, I like to, I like to see people enjoy shit. Like, mm-hmm. if my kids are enjoying the stories of Santa Claus and all the myths around and that shit, have at it. I'm not going to really take that away from them. <laughs> but it's just like, if if it takes a point in time or a certain event for people to feel thankful for some shit or just to be that. in the spirit of some shit, like I'm going to celebrate it and and push it forward. I don't want my kids to think. That we live in a world where somebody is gonna come into our house and just give a shit and don't want nothing in return. I want my kids. First of all, I got some scary ass kids. <laughs> I don't want my kids thinking that somebody can just walk in our fucking house, right? Because that's really a thing in this bitch. Like my my boy, yo, he is 
is a motherfucking home. Oh, let me tell y'all what I did to my kids. <laughs> did I tell you? <laughs> did you? Did you scare them? I did, yeah. Go ahead. Well, it's a thing. I don't know if I'm going to make y'all laugh because I don't know if I got the juice for it anymore. The juice. But this was Monday of this week. So it's been a long-running threat that I've made to my children because they don't clean up shit. Mm. So I'm like, yo, one day I'm going to find a roach, I'm going to find a mouse, I'm going to put that shit in your bed. One day I'm going to find a roach, I'm going to find a mouse, I'm going to put it in your bed. So it just so happens on Monday, I got finished sweeping, just got finished cleaning. And you know you a little bit you know, sensitive after you just get finished cleaning. If somebody start fucking up the area, you just you, clean. You, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You ready to fight. I'm like, all right, listen. I just swept in here. Y'all don't clean up the mess. It's going to be an issue. Dinner's over. We leaving the, uh, the breakfast nook. I'm like, yo, nobody going to pick up their crumbs and shit. I watched all y'all just dribbling shit out your mouth like y'all fucking two-year-olds. Nobody going to pick up the shit. And then I did the same thing I always say. When there's going to be a roach or a mouse, I'm going to catch that shit and put it in your room. Next thing you hear, I'm like, what the fuck is that? It's the cat. Cat comes in from the breakfast nook, and y'all know my house, right into the living room. What the cat got? Fucking mouse in his mouth. Oh, my God. Oh, Right, wow. right on fucking cue, dog. After I just, it, it, with no exaggeration, it couldn't have been more than two minutes after That's I crazy. just said that shit. Couldn't have been more than two minutes. So, at first... I'm a pussy, low key. First, I'm like, damn, I gotta pick up this fucking mouse. <laughs> right. That's real. But whatever, I'll do it. I've done it. You know, I don't want to do it. Right. It's not my thing. But then I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I said, when are y'all gonna pick up that motherfucking mouse? I'm like, rock, paper, scissors, shoot to see who do it. My lady says no. You fair. They all gonna pick up the motherfucking mouse. There you go. I was like, all right, I'm done with that too. So rock, paper, scissors, shoot to make the order. It winds up going youngest to oldest somehow. So the youngest, the fucking four-year-old goes first. 15 to 20 minute production. She never actually picks up the mouse. I pick up the mouse. I say, all right, where the cat left it, we then bore in a trash can, emptied the fucking trash can out. This is how fucking nice we are. Emptied the trash can out. So now there's nothing in there. You got to pick up the mouse, put it in a trash bag, take it out, put it back for the next person to do. Simple. Relatively so. It's gross. <laughs> the little girl, first of all, I have faith in her. Because she is, she's kind of a ride or die, low key. Like, I respect her. For example, her punk ass brother's afraid of the dark. Who she who does he ask to turn on the lights and go upstairs and check shit out first? It be her. And she do that shit, no problem. So I'm like, <laughs> all right, she, she don't want to do it, but she going to get over it. She won't pick up the fucking mouse. Right. No, 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 no. Dog, they would not get, if if you're the mouse, if you're where the mouse is at, they wouldn't get to where she is. They would not get to this area. If they got this close, it was, and I would try to push them further. It was dead. They'd be it was dead. They'd be fucking shaking. You no know, blood you think on the floor. You it's going to become a zombie mouse. Sure, like, sure, you know sure, that. sure. So that's, how, so that's how I wound up picking up to prove that the bitch is dead. And so I give it to her. She takes it on my hand and put it in the trash. And that's after 15 minutes. That's after me done counting fucking 20 times. Uh, that's crazy. Nah, if you don't pick it up, I don't pick it up. I'm pick it up. You got to keep it up. I promise to swear. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. I'll pick it up. I'll pick it up. All right. Never picks up the shit. The whole thing. Then my delay goes bang. Boom, boom, boom. No problems. I'm like, yeah, low key. I'm like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's me. No problems. My daughter picks the shit up. 
here comes the fucking boy. Now, here's what's going to piss me off about the boy first. First, he was talking shit. What, like he was going to do it? No. When the youngest was going, oh, stop being scared. It's big. <laughs> Just pick it up. It's not a big deal. Don't worry about it. Oh, it's nothing. It's nothing. Stop being a punk. Now, I'm active in it, so I missed a lot of his theatrics because we got a cat. The cat started past like two times. All these punk motherfuckers jumped and ran. <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious, yo. You know, sometimes when you get frustrated with your kid, but low key, what's happening is funny as shit. Mm-hmm. You try to just... laugh. It's one of those moments. Mm-hmm. And this is going on for like 45 minutes. The girl's 15 minutes. Layla's two, three. It was no time with Layla. But then here comes the boy. He would not come into the fucking room. Now, in hindsight, he ain't come in the room at all. You took it to him? No. I'm saying before it was was his his turn. turn. Oh, okay. He came into the room and stood against the wall. And that's where they rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Next thing you know, he's out of the room. Has not returned. (laughs) And then I'm hearing tell that at one point when I picked up the mouse, he ran. You know, so basically... It would have been about seven or eight feet from where he was standing to the fucking couch. Two steps, that motherfucker's on the couch. <laughs> on the couch. Yeah. So he gets in there, and the tears just started fucking flowing. And I'm like, what the fuck are you crying for? And that's a big thing for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I am a, I cry. So I'm not a, a Scrooge with crying, but I'm like... Explain it. Explain. Give why? me a reason. Why you, crying? you need to be yeah. crying for uh-huh. a fucking reason. Why the fuck are you crying? It's, I don't. It's fucking. I, it's nasty. It's, it's fucking snot shit. And now you're getting dramatic. And that dramatic shit just gauges me. And I'm trying to be a devil. I'm like, don't rise with his fucking theatrics and shit. Right. This motherfucker, at one point, he dropped on his knees. Oh, my God. <laughs> tears. The fucking oh tears. With no, I promise y'all, I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> The fucking tears are dropping out of his eyes, literally creating a puddle at his fucking knees. They are dropping the thickest fucking tears, <laughs> splashing on the ground, and it's all going in slow motion. I'm watching this shit, trying not to laugh. I'm biting my fucking cheek. Everybody uh, else is laughing. Fucking Nicole was saying to Layla, yo, it's not funny. Stop laughing. Layla's my child, dog. She's laughing. This is shit. I'm like, all right, yo, I'm trying not to laugh. But this nigga bitching. So fast forward after another probably 15 minutes with this dude. I say, like, the, for the last time, because I already counted four or five, six fucking times. I'm like, all right, man, you said you was going to do it. You ain't doing it. I'm going to pick it up and go put it in your bed. So, no, dude, no, no, please, no. He don't get to, I said, if you get to the mouse before me, I take this long-ass walk to get to the mouse. If you get to the mouse before me, pick it up, I won't do it. Still doesn't get it. So I pick up the fucking mouse. Again, I don't want to pick up this fucking gross-ass mouse. Right. I walk upstairs and go to his bedroom. He ain't coming with me. I don't know anyone up there. All you hear is at the bottom of his step. No, God, Mom, please, no, God, please, don't want to go upstairs. Please, no, God, God, Mom, please, no, please, don't do this, please. It's not right. Don't do it. Don't do it. I'm starting to feel like, are we abusing these motherfuckers? No. I'm making them fucking wake up. What's happening? Like, why is this such a thing? So we get upstairs, and I guess, well, before we even get to his room, he gets up the step. I holler, because he's fooling around. He's his mom. That type of shit I don't tolerate. So I holler. He runs up the steps. But as he runs up the steps, the cat was on his bed. So the cat hears him thumping up the fucking steps. Cat gets scared. 
darts out the hall. If you would have seen how high this fucking boy jumped, he almost touched my ceiling. Wow. I can't touch my ceiling standing up. It's at least nine, ten. My fucking ceiling is high. (laughs) This boy jumped so fucking high, dog. And again, I'm trying not to. Dog, I would have been fucking (laughs) crying. I'm sitting here imagining this shit laughing. A heart attack. Like, because you know you're trying to hold it in. It hurts. I'm in fucking pain, dog. My chest, my ribs. He finally gets to the room. So when he gets into the room, I still had the mouse in my hand. He doesn't notice that I have the mouse. Mind you, I'm low-key freaking out. The mouse is shaking and shit. It's hit my palm a couple of times. I'm like, this is fucking gross. Oh, do you got gloves on? No, I got a... I'm, I'm holding it with a paper towel. Oh, it actually never right. touched my skin. Yeah. But, you know what I mean? It's still it's gross. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a mouse. fucking gross. And then, so he gets to the room. He doesn't see it in my hand. Mind you, I told him I was going to put it in his bed. I throw him on the bed. This boy. Mind you, first of all, what you need to know about my son is... He's not athletic. He's slow, physically, not mentally. He's like slow. He's pretty clumsy. On this day, let me just rewind it real back, real back again, just to emphasize this point. When we're downstairs and the mouse is still on the floor, I'm like trying to, I'm not even pushing him. I'm stepping closer so he can't back up. Mm-hmm. And every time he's all right, touch the stuff forward, I step forward too. No, you can't back up further than what you were. At one point. If I say maybe a foot away from the mouse, he will not pass that point. Dog, he put his hand on the wall and on the fucking table. He's shaking. You hear the fucking table <laughs> shaking. I'm like, yo, what's the problem? I'm going to lose my balance. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> what? What? what are you talking about? Like, wait, 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 wait. Are you, what are you saying to me? Are you saying that you're so afraid that you can't fucking stand? Uh-huh. <laughs> like, yo. And that's how he wound up getting on his knees. Because <laughs> he fucking, like, I can't. Oh, my <laughs> God. He really was having all the time. Yo, it was. I'm not exaggerating. You should have. Why so did he take your phone out? I threw him on the you're the third person that said that. And, you and have to. I was in the moment. I right, needed that. Right. <laughs> I, I would have needed that. <laughs> he, he fucking hit that bed. Boom. He did maybe two bounces from, if he hit on his stomach, he jumped on his back and he jumped on his butt and he was up. And that shit happened so fucking fast, it couldn't have been two seconds, dog. I wasn't counting, but I'm not exaggerating. Bang, bang, bang. He was up. It was like a football play. Bang, bang. It was up. He was in the motherfucking corner. So then that kind of pissed me off. So I ran to the corner, but as I ran towards him, I dropped the mouse. Oh, God. <laughs> so now it's the whole thing. You got to pick up the mouse on the floor. Here's why I respect him, but at the same time, it was pissing me off. He's really actively giving himself positive affirmations. You can do this. It's, it's, you love cats. Imagine it's a cat. It's dead. Don't think about it. It's just it's a toy. It's a toy. It's a toy. It's, it's a, you can do it. It's a toy. It's a toy. And he starts like inching down. He won't fucking touch the thing. And for some reason, he thinks if I pick it up fast, I don't feel it. I don't, I don't understand the thought process. Mm-hmm. But he's like mm-hmm. trying to snatch it. And he's not fucking getting it. So he can just so, do it and it can like, be done. Yeah, I'm done, like, right. just yeah, do it. Can it. Just be done. Ultimately, that's the end of the funny shit of the story because he gets it and he like has to take it downstairs to the kitchen trash. He moves so fucking fast. So now I'm thinking about putting the boy in fucking football. Because clearly he is way more athletic <laughs> yeah, than you thought, thought he was. Right. It's that like, no, nigga, this is, you're not exerting. Move, <laughs> that shit was crazy. So moments like that, we have to get on camera. Right. Honestly, not even yeah. for us. We could have made funny, some money off of that. Because when he gets older and he watches that video, he's going to remember yeah. the mouse. But when he sees himself on camera, he's like, yo. I'm fucking real. Especially if he like grow up and tries to be a tough guy one day. Like, oh, you a tough no, guy. No, here's the thing. It's not even I don't think he ever is gonna act like he's a tough guy. But he likes to play killing. 
And so the kids got big real quick on me. Mm-hmm. I would let them run and shit, be rough all the fucking time. But now they're bigger and so rougher is more painful and they're mm-hmm. louder all the fucking time. So it's like we when like cut out fall, a lot of that fall, shit. Man. Yeah, it's like boom, boom. <laughs> like, goddamn. You running, you sound like a goddamn stampede. Mm-hmm. So now, you know, you don't allow that type of thing. But with this boy, I, he likes to play rough house and it's always killing somebody. So now my new thing is, dog, if you afraid of a fucking dead mouse, you can't be playing that you're going to kill somebody. Right. Right. Like, you you really ain't built for it. We're not going to pretend that you really ready to fuck off somebody. If you can't pick up a dead motherfucking mouse. Right. That shit, man. I really wish I did record it. It was priceless. Oh, my God. It was priceless. It sounds really hilarious. Like. It was fucking priceless. You got to teach these little niggas, though. But that was the thing. It was a teachable moment. I feel like God made that happen, dog. Mm -hmm. It was not two minutes later, yo. Right. It was so on point and to see them fucking them kids my kids is pussies man <laughs> nah I ain't fuck with Mike's either though for a long nobody time. likes them out yeah <laughs> like, like, I ain't do I ain't fuck with them for a long time now we cool no they're no, never okay it's not okay it's just gross I haven't yeah ah uh, yeah gross. I can't you see you know them. what uh, uh, rodent really creeps me out possums man oh yeah I uh uh-huh. possums my dog almost caught one. They're terrifying. So you know my um on my deck, I got that smoker out there. Mm-hmm. So it's a possum on top of my smoker. I did not even see this fucking possum. I was just like my dog out there. Pissed and still. So I turn on the light because it's pitch black out there. So I turn on the light. When I turn on the light, the possum is looking at me. This motherfucker hissed like he showed his teeth. And my dog ran out and tried to jump on top of the smoker. And get like she almost fell off the fucking deck. <laughs> Come to think about it, but she tried to go grab the fucking possum. I'm like, look, bitch, if you'd have grabbed that, you'd have been on your fucking own. <laughs> y'all gonna have to scrap it out until that. I know that motherfucker did. Y'all gonna have to figure that shit out. Cause nigga, I'm when I you. when I seen the possum, they I said, oh out, shit, they my face, the face, yeah, face they, they look so vicious. Yeah. They look so mm-hmm. vicious. I agree. And one day when I was a young boy, I never forget this shit. We saw a possum. It was, like, behind a bush and shit. Me and my homie, we just walking and shit. So we hear something, like, going crazy. Like, ah, like, what the fuck is that? So we, like, trying to get away. Like, we walking across the street a little bit, and the possum come out and shit. This shit start coming at us, like, hissing at us and shit again. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So we get far enough away and shit. The possum walk away. This shit had all these little baby possums following it up to join and shit. These little motherfuckers is vicious. I'm scared of them shits. Yeah, to this I day. fuck with them, man. No. And we used to take our dogs out to hunt. Because we used to train them and shit. So anyway, we used to hunt cats and shit. I don't know what we would have did if the motherfuckers would have caught a possum, though. Them shits, they look like they game. And motherfuckers eat They're so ugly. They, they just very ugly. The baby possums is cute, though. Are they? The adults is ugly as fuck. I don't fuck with none of them. Are they cute? I don't know. Oh, sure. Yeah, the babies look all right, but the fucking adults are fucking I think terrible. they look like mini adult possums. <laughs> yeah. What about raccoons? How you feel about raccoons? You ever see the video about the dude when the dude swung the broom at the raccoon and the raccoon came back to fight him? Yeah. Raccoons are terrifying, too. I don't. I just don't... Uh, no. I'm not for any of it. Yeah, raccoons are fucking... They vicious, too. I'm not oh, for come any on, of man. it. But yeah, man... I'm not for any bit. I'm not too crazy. We used to have hamsters and shit. I had hamsters. We used to have lizards, and I'm really glad we don't have any more. I never really had rodents as pets. Yeah, we had hamsters. We had. had I had a guinea pig. I had. We had gerbils, but they ain't last long. 
We used to really have a fucking whole hamster farm, though. Yeah. Like, we used to make them joints, sell them joints. Oh, no, I never had none of that. And one day, we had left the window open. That's how our, all our fucking baby farm. hamster died. Huh? All the baby hamsters? All our baby hamsters died, man. Oh, they all froze sad. to death. Sad, oh, sad, God. sad. As a, and they come out, they all a little pink. Then they, they were just getting the hair on them. Man, fuck them. <laughs> no, we had one hamster named Poppy. This nigga had some poppy ass eyes and some big ass nuts. He used to get all the female hamsters pregnant. This nigga was a hoe. Hugh Hefner in the motherfucking hamster world. This nigga <laughs> name was Poppy, dog. He used to be tearing ass in that motherfucking cage. He's like, yo, like as soon as we put another hamster in there, she was pregnant. They used to be having liver back to back to back. And then he was vicious because he would eat them. Like if we didn't separate them, he would eat them. Oh, he sounds like a lion. Yeah, Poppy was vicious. But yeah, we used to just have lizards and Danye. Like when they would die, Danye would throw them on me in my sleep. (laughs) (sighs) Must be nice having brothers, right? It's about brothers doing things like that. Little brother. (laughs) 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 Oh, brother. But yeah, man. But um, yeah, off this Christmas shit. Off this Christmas shit. Happy holidays, everybody, though. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Fuck that. Back to Christmas real quick. Holiday music. What's your favorite Christmas song? In my mind. <laughs> I have a lot. I'm with you. That's mine, baby. That's it. Uh, I want you to be free. Santa Claus. <laughs> but my I like little drummer boy. I like that. I like Anita Baker's version of my favorite things. I love Stevie Wonder. That's what Christmas means. Uh, Yes. Donnie Hathaway's and this, this Christmas. Christmas. Oh, Jesus. That, of course, Let that. it snow. Boys and Men? Yeah. Boys and Men, yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's um, good. Yeah, I got a lot of them. I got a lot of them. Uh, Temptations. Well, what about um, Jackson 5, Mommy Kissing Santa Claus? I don't really uh, know. I mean, we know it, but it's not like... If you had to make a playlist, 10 songs... Santa Claus is coming to town, Jackson 5? I don't think I got any Jackson 5 on mine. Yeah, I don't think you don't I like Santa Claus is coming to town? Yeah, I like it, but it's not That's like... shit. I don't I like think it's a more, thing. I like the more deep, intimate. Like, I'm with uh-huh. you. I'm, listen, Sound White is definitely top three for me. Yeah. Um, Donnie Hathaway. Those reindeer. Which one? Temptation. Temptation, yeah. Hey, Rudolph. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Yep, temptations. That's it. Oh man, we definitely got the uh tem- matter of fact, I'm playing the multi on Christmas when I get in the crib. That Nikki likes all the like basic ass Christmas songs. They get on my nerves so bad. What you like? Just like Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, the, the like, regular one. Yeah, we not we ain't gonna call it what, what I really wanted to call it. The, I'm gonna mm-hmm. just say the yeah, regular, the regular one. one, the regular one, <laughs> the regular one, and it's just not lit. That's what Christmas means. What? How you feel about the newer Christmas albums? Like, I don't give them a chance. Point, I don't give them a chance. I don't think that there is. I think we grown up where Motown Christmas was it, and we left it there. Because yeah. everybody, because I, I heard Destiny's Child got one. Goddamn. Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey. Chris John, Brown. John Legend got one this season. No, it was old. Ooh. The Legendary Christmas, I think is what it's called or something like I don't, that. I don't, give them, I don't give them a chance. I, mean, I, just, I, I, don't, I don't give it a chance. Yeah. I, I, don't, I apologize to all my 
current artist. CeeLo redid this Christmas though, and I actually like that. Nah, I'm, if I, I, I hear it on the radio, then I'll probably give it a chance. But it's hard. I feel like we've been so it's been so ingrained in us. Maybe for our kids, but for us, that Motown Christmas used to come on the radio. Well, I won't mm-hmm. even get my kids my whole childhood. To hear this new yeah, like I don't know where they would hear it. Hang on the mistletoe. I'm going to let you know you better. What are you saying? That's the glory. This Christmas. All right. But yeah, no, I can't get away from that. Even if a a good singer remakes it, it's still like. Yeah, it's not the same. You can, number one, you can't remake Donny Hathaway. You can. You can sing it, but you can't. It's Donny Hathaway. (laughs) Like, this is not going to happen. I agree. So. I don't know, but I'm trying Any to think. other season? I like Mariah Carey's song, though. have music as good as Christmas. All I want for Christmas oh, yeah. that's old. is you. That's the 90s, right? Yeah, I feel like that's still the same type of... I actually don't like that song. Me either. It's too much. It's a, it's a muchness I'm to not it. a big Mariah Carey guy. No, me either. Yeah, I agree. I'm not either. That's funny that you said that. I actually just learned that I don't like Tony Braxton. Like, none of it. Like... None of it. Well, Any uh, of the old nah, stuff. I like either. a few Tony Braxton songs. I can't. Yeah. I can't cry. Honestly, you don't like the John. I would like a song or two. I definitely. Yeah. But I'm with you. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not like a big Tony Braxton, like, but but I feel like back then I used to enjoy it, but now I'm just like, girl, I don't. Literally, it'll it come on much. if I'm on shelf. I'm just like, yeah. oh, next. I don't even want. She it. just got that dark voice. I don't have a problem it's with her voice. Real yeah, I just I feel like it's voice. too much. Yeah, I don't have a problem with her voice. I just feel like... Nah, her song on the Boomerang soundtrack is my favorite Tony Braxton song. Now, I can't even get the what's words. The, what's the Boomerang soundtrack? Yeah. Um, When she said, you should have bought your love, should have bought your ass home last night. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. You should have been with me. Then. <laughs> should have been right by my side, baby. <laughs> but no, even now, I feel like it's just a little bit too much for me. No, but love should have bought your ass home last love night. You gonna go? Your you go get you some pussy, night. nigga. But bring your ass home, nigga. <laughs> like love yeah. should have bought your ass home. That is a rule. I gotta like thoroughly be in the mood. But for yeah, I I, Tony Braxton I will song. never pick it out and just say let's listen to Tony Braxton. No, no, it's because we had. Yeah, I have to be in the mood when it comes on because I'm never gonna see it. We That's had it. we had yeah, YouTube karaoke at the crib. Something and I'm like, ah, right. yeah, you know, like it's it's Pandora. Like, That's what no, Pandora is for. Switch it. It's not even no. like you listen to Pandora, just bring on some shit. You're like, oh, I forgot I like this song a little mm-hmm, bit. I would never search for this artist. And it has to be in between two songs I like highly for me to even like. It's a whole thing. It's a formula. No, because it was a thing yesterday. I almost turned on a Mariah Carey song. Um, we was having YouTube karaoke and shit. I'm like nobody like Mariah Carey. I was just like, damn. I thought it was just me. But it was just like I was just going through a whole fucking playlist. Mariah Carey's about to come on now. It was just like, oh, we got to skip this one and shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But y'all ever battle on the Alexa? No. Oh, yeah. Alexa's actually really cool. So like, what does that mean? You can battle. Yeah. We just battle it. Like we made up battles. Like oh. my, it would be like. Best hip hop of 2005, the year we graduated, and that mm-hmm. would be my dad would be the year he graduated, and my mom would do the year she graduated, and uh, they like, so it would be like, and whoever we would all have to get um, guess what Alexa's gonna say. No, we have to vote on whose song was the best, even in whatever genre, whichever one got us the hypest would be it. Your parents like, won, didn't they? Um, sometimes, yeah, they, they graduated in the 80s, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, they won, yeah, they won. Because <laughs> yeah, what no, because what good music was out in 05? 
Oh no! Oh, yeah, that's what Bob was just saying. I, I listened to our days. I listened to our graduation mix probably a year ago. The, the that CD that we yeah, all gave each other at graduation. I still got that drink. Yeah, I really I feel like I feel like shit, yo. Why? I don't be remembering shit from high school. I don't got nothing from high school. <laughs> I remember a lot of shit from high school. But no, I, I still got the uh the CD that we got. Was it at prom? That we get that CD. Nobody no goddamn CDs at graduation. No, it was at prom. It was um, what was it called? Uh, the CD was terrible. The music was fucking whack. Yeah, I don't. I was on that committee. I don't even remember the CD. I was on the graduation committee, and I don't remember nothing from what the uh, what the fuck was the? I forgot what songs was on there. It was whack. The CD was whack. Fucking Nelly. It was Chingy. It was Chingy was probably on there. It was it was Nelly Furtado. What? I fuck with Nelly Furtado. I'm just telling you what was on it. You know what I'm saying? No, no. Yes. That's my shit. Oh, stop. It is. Uh, I'm trying to think what was on that fucking CD. You could only hear her on like certain things that I would just like go to those things. 50 Cent was on there. Of course. Huh? I said she got to be on something with Timberland. Who, Nelly Furtado? Yeah. I only like her remix on Get Your Freak On. Oh, Yeah. Nelly, Nelly. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Other than that, I don't. I ain't got. I ain't giving the time a fucking day. What? All right, Nelly. Nelly for title. I liked her. Oh, I liked her. Yeah, man. But um, nah. Christmas is lit. Um, what was yeah, we supposed Christmas, to talk about? He said Christmas Christmas. was lit. <laughs> no, but that's good. Um. Oh, the young boy cut his hair off. Boy, yeah. Uh, yeah, man. The wrestler had to cut his hair off. So high school, right? Yep. High school wrestler. Yeah. So he I don't, apparently like he like he wrestles though like he it's just like why now? That's what I was thinking. Did he have to cut his hair? So the referee wrestling. said he wasn't going to let him participate if he didn't cut his hair, mm-hmm. and that's why I was on the moment in the moment thing. But I'm wondering, so many thoughts as I thought about it came across. Like I've never done that. I never wrestled a high school collegiately, so I don't know that type of situation. Where a ref can say no. Because of your hair. Mm-hmm. He's not the only ref, is he? Like, I don't understand. Is he like the head ref? Can't you sue? There's so many things. He like, was apparently a best ref. He got fired, I believe. I read another article. He definitely got fired for it. Oh, um, they fired him? Yeah. What but, my, like, the first thing that I looked up after I saw that was white wrestlers with long hair. Like, that was, like, my immediate That's what I was thinking. Search. What was like, let me a, see. A yeah, like. But I didn't see many. I had it was a lot of guys. They didn't have like long hair, ponytail, long hair. So but they the, had like. So what's the rule that the ref enforced that required him to cut his hair off? I don't know. That I don't know because he got fired. Yeah, I don't know that there was a rule, bro. I don't get it. Do, all right, saying. so do y'all think had that been you, would you have the boy? If you looked at it, obviously his hair wasn't long. No, but it was long enough to where he didn't just twist it yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and would so you have cut your hair? He's been in some some matches before. Would you have cut your hair? In that moment, because it was definitely a spur in a moment decision. I'm wondering, like, how does it count? Because I know for wrestling, it, it every match matters, but I don't know does th- does this match matter so much? Right. Like, is, that's what I was thinking. Like, won. what match was this? Yeah, does this winning this does this set him up for a national championship type of thing or that whole track or like what does this mean? Like, what compelled him to compete? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Because obviously he has wrestled before with it, or I shouldn't say obviously, but I'm just going to assume he's wrestled before with it because it wasn't, it wasn't the first, short. Yeah, it wasn't it that wasn't short. It. And so, 
is he thinking, all right, well, if I just withdraw from this one, that's going to be a loss. Mm-hmm. He don't. He don't probably don't want no losses on his record. But then, do I got any other meets today, or like I just so many things. I don't know if I would do it. Right. But then on this, at the same time, if I really love wrestling, maybe I would do it. But the way they butchered this white chick, butchered his fucking hair. It was ridiculous. Then I'm like, <laughs> she because she was very insensitive about cutting uh, that She had gloves on, was just tugging my man's shit, cutting his hair. I'm just like with scissors. I'm just like. Because I just remember when I did have hair. Yes, folks, I had hair before. Um, I wasn't cutting my hair for shit. Or for nobody. I used to really love my fucking hair. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't imagine if I had a football game or a basketball game and they told me, you know, you got to cut your hair. I'd have been thinking of every way for me not to cut my hair. I can't put it in a ponytail. can't put a do-rag on. I grew my hair many times in my youth. I never had a problem cutting it. I, I did. I think somebody telling me to do it would make me feel a different type of way. Yeah. I used. To, I remember my brother asked me to cut my hair to be in his wedding. His wife, at the time, oh, the that. chick he was dating, didn't want nobody in their wedding with braids and shit. So he's like, "Yeah, right." He said it all confidently and shit. I'm sitting right across from him. He's like, "Ray, cut his hair for me. Like, it ain't about no, ain't about shit." He's like, wouldn't you? No. Like, what you? You wouldn't cut your hair? No. I just want to be in a wedding. <laughs> like. Right. And I'm, I guess I was so easy go lucky about it, cause it was just like I really didn't give a fuck. Like mm-hmm. it just really was uncompromising. But it's just like, what do my hair have to do with your wedding? Like now, if you would have asked me to not wear like a certain way, I can understand. Like mm-hmm. all right, don't wear your fucking yeah, you bra- hair all types of ways. But you just want me to just change my entire <clears throat> style right now yeah. just to appease you? No, man. Like I don't even know where that's coming from. But as parents. As this boy's parent, what would your thoughts have been? I don't know. I'd have been hot. I would have been flaming hot. Even if if I didn't even like his hairstyle. No, I wouldn't let him do it. Mm -hmm. I would have stopped it from the rip. Not cutting my son hair. That's not what's going on. But what if he had that, that it was a match that mattered? I don't give a fuck. You stand for something. Nah. That's a life lesson. This is important to him. That's, That's a life lesson. You don't let somebody take your dignity for the fact that it... He determines if it's his dignity. You can look at it two ways. You can look at it as a sense of pride, but if it's some bullshit. Sure, it's it's not... Yeah, yeah. It's not really something that I can say, all right, it makes sense. I get it. It was some bullshit. It looked like some bullshit to me. So that's the reason why you got to stand for something. Now, if they wouldn't let him compete because of his hair, and there's no written rules to say that, then... You're in the wrong. Obviously, he got fired, so he was in the wrong. So it's just like. So you're his black mother. Um, I want to be livid. I want to let him make that decision, but it's not going to end there for me. Is you you're going to get fired? This shit going to go beyond this day? It's going to go beyond this match because it's fucked up. It was like Ray said. It was bullshit. You're not. He. He didn't. I wouldn't say that he lost his dignity, but he lost something in that moment. You can. I think it's a teachable moment. It's a teachable Stand for moment, something. But you you lost something in the moment. But I'm not going to take this away from you. If this if you want to cut your hair, you can go ahead and cut it. But know that this shit is going to go beyond. Because I'm about to be it never, it never, smile. It never meant nothing until you got here, which means something else going on. You saying stand for something like just. 
I am being a bit contrarian. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, and my initial reaction is more in line with you. But I'm just trying to think it through. I, like, I already don't agree. That has to be the dignity. But stand for something. Maybe that's not something he really cares about. Maybe that's His not hair. something he's passionate about. Do I want to be a parent that tells my parents what they should be passionate about? What, not even passionate about, because I'm definitely implanting some things in my kids that I want to be passionate mm-hmm. about. Right. But like, stand for something specifically. Am I telling my kids what they need to be standing for? Let me let me ask you a question. Something might offend me that doesn't offend you. Yes. But at the same prime example, you fought Donzel, right? Probably. <laughs> you fought the, the nigga with in the high nigga, school? The nigga in football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> in the in a sense you felt like he said something to me that you like, right, I'm not gonna say it for you. I'm gonna fuck this nigga up. Right? That was a big part of it, yeah. <laughs> so if he ever say something to me, I'm gonna fuck him up. Not just because of what he said to me, but because he said something to Ray and Ray ain't take it the way I took it. Yeah. Right? In that moment, I might not have been as passionate or about the situation, but you felt like fuck that. This is the principle, I'm not letting that shit slide. So I need a, a catalyst to, <laughs> to whip this nigga's ass. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, now flip that. But I'm I didn't just ask your homie. you to fight. Him. No, but what I'm saying is, I'm just I'm your homie. Like, for the for the sake of, ain't like he put his hands on me, so it wasn't it wasn't no reason for you to say Ray, you should fight him. It was yeah. more of a you let that shit slide. I ain't letting that shit slide. Like, let him say yeah, something. Yeah. So to me. as a parent, so as a parent, imagine your child stands. is there. I'm I'm just thinking about me. My re- initial reaction, I think. Is to come out the stands, mm-hmm. and then from there, I don't know what I do. I don't know if I, t- I really, a part of me, you assess the situation. A more calculated me wants to be like, I let my kid in that moment because this is high school. I want to see how my kid reacts. Right. This is a good life lesson right here. Let me see. But then another part of me is like, do I intervene? But he's not going to take it the way that you would take it because he don't understand it or see it. I don't. I don't necessarily. You, you don't. I don't want to put that on him. I don't know that he doesn't understand it. Maybe he this maybe this kid is woke like shit, and maybe he completely understands it. Maybe he could really break down racial segregation and how this he could really take it to a place that I maybe articulately couldn't take it. Right. But at the same time, maybe for him, this is not how he wants to fight it. Maybe he doesn't want to take the knee like Colin Kaepernick. Maybe I got he you. has another plan. Yeah. And so I'm not just saying you're wrong or anything like that. I'm just trying to I'm trying to figure it out for me. Right. Because a, a part of me was like, yo, I I want to like you just said, I want to ride. Right. If that's my son, I'm confident that I'm probably coming out the stands. And it's probably, I'm very much where Shay is. Like, maybe I probably let it go down in a moment, but this is does not in here. Right. No. Like, this you does gotta, not You got to see it through. No, I'm it doesn't you. in here. But then I, I also know I, get, I can be real ratchet. And I think in that moment, <laughs> I don't know if I can, I'm wondering if I can check myself. Because you got to think about the implications. If you snap as a parent, how that's going to reflect on your child. Yep. And their prospects. Yeah, I'm with that. I just feel like a protest without sacrificing a real protest. No, I'm with you on that. Like motherfuckers, but can protest you also want to pick your spots. Yeah, of course, you got to be smart about it. But it's a sporting event. It's this is the. Don't get me wrong. Competition is important. It's a good learning program and everything. And I want my kids to be able to compete and know it. Know what it is to compete is important. But at the same time, we're not going to push some agenda across. Even with the whole Kaepernick thing, like we're not going to push some agenda across to take away somebody's—I'm not going to say dignity, but their rights to freely express themselves in any way. 
because we have a somebody that's biased or ignorant or whatever this case may be. I don't really know where it's coming from. Like I get, I get it if it's a competitive advantage. Like yo, your son having this is a competitive advantage, and like that can be like give me reason. But if it's just some shit that's just gray area right. and it's just something you felt like you're a referee as an individual. Not it's a lot of processing in these quick moments that I know the situation happening. I just was tight. I just it was hard for me to watch the video just because of the simple fact of. I needed more. Like I needed to know what the real reason the referee wanted his hair cut for. Like it couldn't have been. I'm looking at some your power, hair. Some power shit. I don't like it. Cut it off. Definitely could have been that. Cut. It definitely could have been, been that. But I'm just saying, like, it doesn't just, conform with. It couldn't have been that. Like it shouldn't have been. It shouldn't have so been, been that. So I need, I need some concrete. Like before you put some scissors to my hair. Me as a fucking teenager would have said this. Before you bring, what reason? Like, give me one good reason why I should cut my hair. If not, I'm out. Fuck this. You saying that? This, you got to think about the prospects that come with being an, uh, a top wrestler. Wrestlers yeah, get strong. I shouldn't say strong. Get solid uh, scholarships. Scholarships, yeah. yeah. I don't believe it. And you got to think about the prospects. I don't want he, him to compromise his Olympics. future over maybe here. Maybe he wants to do this. And I think I'm not 100% sure, but I think a loss in wrestling, all that shit really counts. Yeah, and I, I would hate for him to lose all of that because of his hair. But I would hate for them to take that away from him because of his hair. Like, So I'm just wondering when... Or, I'm not asking this kid to do a Colin Kaepernick. Right. Colin Kaepernick obviously had money. and He made, definitely made sacrifices, but he had a, a cushion. This kid may have no cushion is what I'm thinking. Not specifically about this kid, but I'm thinking that's my thought process for any kid this may be your meal ticket as you see it or this may be your uh your ticket so to that, get that to another be, situation like you don't want to be an olympic wrestler but you think this is how you're gonna get into college and not to pay right that counts so that is that like a when keeping it real goes wrong <laughs> like it's just like I'm gonna keep it real like, i ain't cutting I, my hair it's just like yeah but you just yeah but now right. you fucked up your money right like know, you still man. just as smart, you still probably gonna get those same schools, but now they're not giving you what they would have gave you before. I, I just need reasoning. Like, I'm with you on yeah, that, I but I think all that can come after. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I, again, if, I, I'm probably coming off. If it, yeah, cause coming it in the stands, yeah. out the stands, like what are you doing? I, I, I can't imagine just sitting there as yeah, a parent. Yeah, I, I don't watching, like that there was no adult the whole, in yeah, this video. Watching the whole me. thing go down? No, yeah. no, no, that's not happening. I'm in the, I'm in the mix at least. Right. Like I've done, watched some white girl woman put gloves on. Take, she got scissors. She lining up behind my son. What's happening? I'm I'm in the mix. Yeah, I'm there. Ho ho ho! Yeah, excuse me. Then, excuse, no, excuse yeah, me. No, like, that's wait. my son. What's up? Nobody's gonna stop me. What's I got that on? type of mindset. Right. So I'm just thinking. What's, what's going on? I want to be rational in this moment because I think in reality I probably wouldn't be as rational. I probably. No, you. I know you would have fucking. Snapped. I know. And that's I what I'm trying to. I, was, I know. I you just want to. I would have flipped. Because God forbid this thing actually happens. When I think about things beforehand, it helps me be more calculated mm-hmm. in the moment. Because I had already ran the scenario. Mm-hmm. Versus live in the, in the moment, I'm just shooting. Because uh, I, I can see me get my kid kicked out. Yeah. I'm right at the rug. I'm right at the rough. What the fuck are you doing? Like, it, cussing is flying. 
hopefully at that point in my life, things won't be getting physical. And it wouldn't have just been you. It would have been yeah, other parents in the stands right with you. That's, Every, I would think your teammate so. parents like, yo, so. why are we cutting his hair? I would like, think so. His coach. Like, you you got, it's a village around Where are people kids. standing like, up for him? So yeah, yeah, yeah. there's yeah, nobody that can protect it, him it in that moment. That's what I'm saying. I felt like yeah, he was. Because where is the coach? Because I see his the, the team members coach him, him, oh, it's and, okay. And they patting him on the back him and high-fiving him. Like, I didn't like it, though. Like, I didn't I didn't agree I with it. anything that happened. Like, being a team player and not hurting your team because of your individual thing, I get it. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, at a certain point, I really need an explanation. I need some shit that I can, like, And I do I think that's it. going too far. If I, if I needed to have my hair a certain type of way, you supposed to tell me that before you're the event. You're supposed to tell me that beforehand. When I get here. Yeah, you know I'm saying? Before I get here, I should know. Then now I'm making a choice. It shouldn't be an in-a-moment thing. I agree. It was completely inappropriate. I agree. And I hope the person And it's only hair. People say it's only hair. It'll grow back. But no, it's the pr- it's, 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 the it's more than just hair. It, yeah, I'm not my hair. Let's sing the song, Kumbaya, and it's just hair, but it's not. It's the principle. You know what I'm saying? It's a part of me in mm-hmm. this moment. This is who yeah. I am. And for you Black to, sometimes and, are an identity you know forming thing for certain Absolutely. people. So you don't know. We don't know what that. But it's lock. It's a lock journey. Is a lock journey for some people. It mm-hmm. means so much more than just the hairstyle. Exactly. So in cutting that, like it's some people. Th- it's an honor to cut locks off. So this mm-hmm. woman who put gloves on and is cutting this boy's hair in front of all these people with no regard, being rough as shit, not taking any care in it, is fucked up. Like it's no. It's. I mean, I don't know how he views it, right. but I don't know how he views it, and it could very well be that view. So I once I used to work at Enterprise Rental Car, and I couldn't have no facial hair, none. I had a little bit of peach fuzz on my mustache, but that was it. After that experience, not saying I get it, like this is y'all company, this is how y'all want y'all people to look. It wasn't just unique to me mm-hmm. so it's just like I get it 100% everybody nobody has facial hair here I'm not going to come in here with trying to rock my beard you know what I mean that's an institution that was built on a certain set of values that I had to respect coming into the door I mean everybody is uniform mm-hmm. versus coming in somewhere and you get identified as the person that got to change it's a completely look. different thing it's a completely different feel so while I was I didn't want to cut my facial hair I get if I want to work here I'm cut my fucking facial hair this is, everybody look like they doing them. And I get spotted as the person that got to change his look. It's just, it's two different scenarios. So mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I can't really get on board with that. And if you're going to point me out, it, it got to be something else driving it. You know what I'm saying? It's unfortunate, man. But it is. It definitely is. You know. It definitely is. It's, and it's, I, I just... I would love to see a documentary or some research into why a certain segment of white people really take personal black hair. It's really a thing. And I'm just, I'm I'm curious. I don't want to do the research myself. I don't want somebody else to do it. And I want to watch it. (laughs) Because I'm interested, but not that interested. Exactly. Not to really put my mm-hmm. own time yeah. into it. <laughs> but, like, historically, it is a thing historically. And I just wonder why. Like, what does it stem from? I, I know that if you have curly hair, you probably want straight hair. If you have straight hair, you 
want curly hair and all that type of stuff. But I don't think I hope I don't assume that it comes from a jealousy place. Mm-hmm. Does it come from a control place? Is the story of Samson derived from something deeper? Mm-hmm. Like wh- I don't. I really honestly think it's say, the versatility of they it. They say like dreads a, are unprofessional, but it's not even just dreads. It's all types. Like if if a black woman walks around with an afro and it's they well say, kept and it looks beautiful, like me as a black woman, I would see it and be like. Damn, I have that complimented looks good. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. That shit is tight. And I'll be like, <laughs> oh, it's unruly. But right. I have seen white people walk in this motherfucker here matted and just yeah. looks like it probably has things crawling in it, but that's okay, as opposed to this shiny ass fluff of beauty. Like it doesn't what's yeah. the oh, how do we the, do this? I, I think the rule of not commenting on people's appearance is just a rule that I, I appreciate in practice. Like you don't talk in my mind, I won't talk about yours. You can talk about whatever you want to talk about. No, you can, but, but I'm just saying, like in terms of why is it something that you feel like you need to act on? Yeah. Why is it something why that you can build rules do about it? Yeah, why do yeah. you feel like? It, or why or, is it so scary? Walking up, up to a bar that says no fitted no fitted hats, no white t-shirts, mm-hmm. no construction boots. And no we athletic want, wear. No athletic wear, mm-hmm. and AKA no niggers. Like, that's how I read that sign. Whenever I see all those signs, don't get me wrong, I understand the casual thing where it's just like, all right, no harsh, no no sneakers, no streetwear, and you're going to an upscale place. But outside of that, it's just like, this is a bar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a bar. Damn, this is everybody in here everybody having bears and shit. Like, what are you talking about? This ain't no classy. Nice clothes. <laughs> right, this ain't no classy <laughs> place. This is a pub. <laughs> the fuck? You know what I'm saying? It's just like, you know what these signs mean, what, what these rules are made for, who these rules are made for. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so if you're passionate about the history of black hair and white people's issues with it, please <laughs> get to work on that documentary. I will tune in. I'll puppet. You know what I mean? I'll talk shit. I'll, I'll, yeah, I hope you promote it, man. I'm curious. Yeah, for sure. They well, did Chris Rock. Well, he narrated one. I don't know if he did it. But the one with the... Uh, the, the oh, Good Hair. Good Hair. hair. Good hair. Yeah. yeah. It was really... It was that was really actually interesting. Yeah, I, I watched it. Yeah, it's so interesting. So I watched that one. I watched yours too. Come on with it. Yeah, that was an interesting... Speaking of Chris Rock, did y'all watch that video I sent you? Yeah. I did not. Oh. I just... I'm, I'm over... Can you play it? Because she, she gonna it. Play it, yeah. No, you need context. So, I, uh... I probably won't do it justice. Chris Rock is the only black guy in the room. And that's with four other white, three white guys. Who was the realest nigga in that room to you? Who was the realest nigga? Who said the realest Jerry shit? Jerry Seinfeld. Well, no, probably Louis C.K. Because he had the balls and there. So he, he, he kept rolling it. <laughs> He's the blackest white guy I well, fucking know. And, I'm, and then all the, the negative things we think about black people, this fucker. You're saying I'm a nigger. Yeah. That's you Louis C.K. the niggerest. Right. That's right. We say nigger on stage, you guys. Ways, but that's definitely a pairing. 
Who, who we says say, nigger on stage? We don't. Well, you just did. Yeah, that's right. Ryan, uh, your yeah. face. You and me say no, nigger. No, no, Ryan, no, no. These two, <laughs> these two guys don't. I don't believe he says it in private. I'm giving it up just because it's played. I don't believe it's played. Yeah, well, I don't think you've ever said it probably in your life. No, no. Think, no. Yeah, that's a, that's a huge difference between you and me, I think. Well, what you the fuck have found the said, humor of it. Yeah. I haven't found it. Right. Nor do I seek it. He don't see. He said, "You'll find it." Nor do I seek it. That's it. That's the huge difference between you and me. I think. Well, you found the humor of it. Yeah, I haven't found it. Right. Nor do I seek it. I love that. That is a good bow. Yeah, it was. I haven't found it funny. Nor do I seek it. Your video, right? You go. I mean, only thing it, it's not my videos, Chris well, Rock. <laughs> no, I'm fucking with you. No, but um, but you promoted it. You the thing here was two things. I love what Jerry Seinfeld said at the end. Louis C.K. For I'm a comedic person. Can I know? say I, I have laughed at Louis C.K. nigger jokes? He's funny. He's funny. I mean, I'm not going to take nothing away from that. Not even going to say that he's racist. He's not. I'm not going to. I don't feel that. I don't feel he's racist. Just from watching him as far as on stage and stuff. But. But. That moment. That. Oh, can I say one more thing? Chris Rock. <laughs> Chris Rock seemed perfectly comfortable with what he had to say until Louis C.K. said it back to him. Like, you could tell it stung him a little bit. If you look at his face, facial expression changed, and he tried to keep his, not try to keep his cool, but felt like he couldn't really assert himself in that situation or something like that. So checking right there. Because, yeah, if you listening, if you're a white dude, you're a friend of mine, and you're white, and you listening to rap and shit, and if you buy yourself in your privacy, and I'm pretty figuring you don't bleep out the N-word when the shit comes through to your raps, I'm not really mad at that. I get it. But know your audience. Mm -hmm. So if you're around me, cut that shit. Because it might make me feel uncomfortable. As long as we understand that. So it looked like Chris Rock said him, called him, called him a nigga. When he said it out loud, it looked like Chris Rock got uncomfortable. As far as Louis C.K. go. Because Chris Rock didn't say it first. That guy said it first. Whatever the fuck his name is, fuck bull for real, for real. Little but whatever guy. the nigga's name is, fuck him. He and said then it Ryan first. Gervasis. I think his name is Ryan Gervasis, some shit. The British guy. Yeah, but either way, like I said, it, it'll never be acceptable. It'll never be cool. Um, what is Chris Rock's responsibility in that moment? To check him. Is it? He could have done what Jerry Seinfeld did. Not in a violent way but in a deliberate assertive way just to let him know yo it's still not cool to say I mean, around clearly him. he said it around him before I know that's why but it looked like he still got uncomfortable when he said it. cause he now he knew that it was gonna be out it's so on, now it's on camera. camera that's the only reason but he it's the hard ER at the end where it's just like dude it wasn't even the hard ER it was if, the ease if, and the pride in which right. he used the word I don't so know. He the comfort no he lets that shit fly Blows my mind that it's acceptable to any black person. Now, I um, think because 
black people who uh, watch his stand up may categorize him as an ally. He's pretty funny. He's funny and he says real things. Mm-hmm. He points out real issues, real segregation. I don't think that gives you the right to speak that way. But at the same How you time, feel about Bill I try to keep the same energy. And while I don't say but get too often, really much at all anymore, I want to be able to say what I said weeks ago. Like, if that's what he says in his private, I shouldn't have nothing to do with that. Not my business. But if I don't like that he's saying it in his stand-up, I shouldn't be supporting that. Fact. I have definitely YouTube Louis C.K. stand up. I've definitely watched a special before. I, for me, he is he is funny. He is hilarious. But I and that that video is old. It's older and it it didn't it made me feel uncomfortable. But I wanted to be in my mind say, so what? Because mm. I don't like it. It wasn't cool. Jerry Seinfeld was the realest nigga in the room. I like the whole uh, his whole bow. I've never found the. I'm paraphrasing my shit. I never, never found, found it funny, and I'm not looking funny for it. in it, and I'm not looking for it. But we allow black comedians, or it's not even that we allow. It's very much a part of black stick to, to speak in that way. I know it's ours. So yeah, sure, it's ours. But let's keep the same energy. I mean. I am. My thing is, if you say it, go go ahead. But just take what comes with it. If somebody's sure. offended, they have that's a right to be I'm offended. Right. And and that's whatever. Like, don't say, you know, I'm going to say it and I don't want the backlash behind it. Same with Bill Maher. When Bill Maher said it, I wasn't even that offended when he said it. Because I got the, he used it in his proper context. Shit what sounded natural. What was the proper context? It for didn't a white he, person to use it. He didn't use the hard ER at the end. But what is the <laughs> proper context for a white person so to use So for me, a nigger? proper context, if you are playing a character, movie, television, and it's a, t- a time period, or you're playing a character where it makes sense. Mm-hmm. And when you are, and this is much less so for me, but it's when you are also in situations where you're, discussing something you're making a point you're making an example you're providing context because oh my god i should have sent y'all this video so this guy was making a point about white people behaving in the way that black people behave Mm -hmm. but he said you guys are acting just like you say niggers act like a caricature yeah. I think I saw that. Go ahead, though. And it just, it's, you could have said that a different way. The word nigger in that just sometimes for certain people, for me, I know that it, it's a it's a trigger word when a white motherfucker says the word nigger. Like, it, it's, I don't give a fuck what you talking about. I don't give a fuck if you riding for me hard. That, I don't hear anything else. All I heard is you use this word in this, this cavalier way. I don't give a, I don't care if it's to make a point. Get the fuck out my face. We can talk some other time, but right now, nigga, I don't got shit to say to you. And that's me calling you a nigga, white what, person, in the moment. What is your personal experience with being called a nigga? I actually don't have any. Hey. I don't have any. You know any. what? 
I have. I think I've been called that's a nigga. why you feel that way. I've because been called a nigga. When you've been called a nigga more than a few times, it kind of gets. It never gets okay. Yeah, you no, the stop. This, no, 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 no. Thing. What I'm saying is, isn't there for me. When that's some all somebody has. Yeah. For you. What like what? This thing it doesn't sting as much. Exactly. Because they can't do nothing to you. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you're disrupting something, meaning whatever they got going on, and the fact that you're disturbing that, and the only power they have over you is to use that and in turn you react and then they can use what they the really have is the yeah. attack you for your reaction versus what they actually did, then that the power in that word rests in what you do, not what they said. Right. So I won't really give them that power over me. But at the same time, I think Louis C.K. should have been checked in mm-hmm. that situation. You're not going to say that around me, fam. But take, for example, Pat. Pat was said, dropped nigga several times around us. Mm-hmm. I knew Pat since I was in sixth grade. Me and Pat grew up in the same neighborhood. I knew the people he hung around. I knew everything about him. Still, it was unsettled. Like, I... I get how he was raised, how he came up, the surroundings. He's perfectly comfortable with black people. But at the same time, it still would get my antennas when he mm-hmm. said it. It still wasn't like I could ignore it. It was more of a chill. Like, all right. You know what I'm saying? I don't really just have to know your intentions behind it, but I do have to know a lot about you. To know how to take it, how to handle it. I can handle it better if I know where you come from and how you were raised. But everybody don't know that. So, all right, I might not punch you in your fucking mouth. But if somebody punch you in your mouth, you on your own, fam. Mm-hmm. I'm not jumping in it. Yeah, I'm not riding. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a like, white ally. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to save you from this ass whooping. And at the same time, the very people... See, and when they would call it, when I got called a nigger... It was in times where I couldn't even whip the person's and ass if I wanted really to because I couldn't catch it. Makes you kind of say, it, it, all right. Cause so it's funny. It was more of a, oh, it's just like a, I get it. Or You're the, a pussy for Yeah, it. or the power in numbers. So it was just like, you know, in that time where, you know, you feel like you want to ride and do some sh- shit where you feel righteous about it, it's just like you can't really exercise that the way you would want to because these motherfuckers are cowards. You don't respect the way they doing it. And they do it when it's convenient for them, not when it's... I don't know, man. I just don't really... I don't... It's not a part of their everyday. No, I'm with you. Uh, and I, I understand your passion, Shay. I just... I I'm just it. finding it interesting that we have different experiences with being called that. And our reactions are different to it. Mm-hmm. It's actually pretty bizarre to me, honestly. What? Our reactions, like the, I, I, our different reactions. I think that if you it makes sense, but I, I just think it, it's bizarre like, that this is like the way that the mind functions. How much is it's like? How much am I going to let it affect me? I get that. I get it. I'm telling you, I fully understand. It makes perfect sense. I just think it's bizarre. No, Still. what I'm saying is, you called the nigger a few times, and and mm-hmm. do what you feel you would do. I just. I like to see it like my thing being, you know, yeah, when you actually go through the situation, we always got it in our head, like, fuck that. Like, but it was just like for me, when I first got called a nigger, I was a kid. Mm-hmm. 
Some of the, and it was for, a grown. Fast forward past the kids. Fast forward to when you were a young adult and you could do something about it. So when I was an adult and I could do something about it, I still couldn't do nothing about it. They wouldn't call me a nigger in a situation where I could get my hands on somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, first time I got called a nigger as an adult was when the nigger hit us with the drive-by nigger. Mm-hmm. White dude driving by. That was my Niggers. first experience, too. Like, first my first experience since I was a kid. But it was just like, oh, okay. And then... I don't think I ever got called a nigger as a kid. I, got that, I think that might have been my first real experience. I got called a nigger like four or five times of IUP. When we right. fucked the niggas up on Philly Street, outside Wolfie's. The white dude called us a nigger, but we got them. I don't know if they called Vernon them niggers, or y'all just fucked them up. That was nothing different. Our college experience was really like higher learning. <laughs> so we that's carried out some. So don't think that shit didn't that's, get handled. That's what I'm saying, Shay. So we we put we put niggas. I think we put a couple of them in the hospital. All facts. So, so go ahead, my bad. You, I've told you about the spitting in the girl face. That all stems from her calling me a nigger, and she got her ass beat after that. Mm-hmm. We so it was. It's always it, been that I've done something about it. But, but you after be a while, I was it, like, man. I'm an adult now. It's consequences to these choices. Not even that. That's how I think about I shit. Don't think that and I I'm just like, what that am way, I? Though. I don't think that. What am I going to keep doing? Will be violent. There is. Here's what you're going to find when you get called a nigger. The person who calls you that, you're going to get. Just, you're going to want to fight because. But you don't. There is no debate. You be trying like, to talk back, and they're just stupid. It's usually a stupid person. Right. And it's just like, yo, you, we either want to fight or, like, I can't get through to you. Like, mm-hmm. And then but you have that person calling you a nigger, but then you got the person that think they're in with you. Mm-hmm. And they feel like yeah, one of your niggas. Yeah, thing. this wasn't you. That's what I'm saying. Like, sure. And then it's just like, yeah, I could whip your ass. Like, in the situation, I could whip your ass, but it's just like, I get it. Like, I know you're not calling me no, but I just have to correct you. So that you don't feel it's okay to mm-hmm. use that word. Yeah, I'm with it, you. It's just like it's two different approaches to that. You I know think what there's I mean? definitely. A, I I just I'm with you. I ask that we correct the behavior. That we make a statement. I don't know. Just make it clear. Nothing more you can do besides say something. Just make it clear. It's just like, all right, I might not punch you in your mouth, but I'm I can't say he won't. I'm not. I'm not going to punch you in your mouth. But I can't say but he this guy won't. over here, yeah, who has less to lose than me, he <laughs> might he fuck might you up. He might fuck you up. <laughs> like, so carry it how you want to carry it, but you know what I'm saying? Pick your poison. So, And that's how I think about it. Like, you're not going to just feel like you can freely say it and that there won't be anything behind it. Hmm. Yeah, Chris Rock corny as shit. It's <laughs> my take on that video. I was surprised that he didn't say it. Like, he ain't. I was surprised that he didn't address it. Uh, yeah. Because I get yeah. why he called him a nigger. Because he said, so you're calling me a nigger. I'm like, oh. The first oh, time we're going to open like, this oh, floodgate. Where's this going? <laughs> <laughs> we're going to open this floodgate. Um, all right. Enough on nigger shit. But back to niggas. Yo, that video, other video I sent y'all with the chicks on stage talking about, or on that talk show talking about how they, oh, the nice yeah. guys are the ones... And they get treated better by hood dudes, dudes oh, in the hood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So can we can we address it's that? It's a conversation with three women, and uh, the topic is like why they're not with good men, can't get a good man, and some mm-hmm. shit like this. And it is that the good men don't appreciate and value the black woman, the so they got to get the hood nigga who's yeah. gonna value her and treat her right and take her places, as she said. 
it sounded a little backwards to me, but. I feel um, like it's just a lot of generalization. And also, I think many of these people that make these generalizations, gener- I, I'm pronouncing that, pronouncing the shit out that Keep word. Keep going. Don't say it again because um, you might twist I know. Yeah, I'm going to fuck <laughs> up. But people that are doing this, um, oftentimes people don't realize that sometimes you're, you're in a pocket, you're in this space, and you're kind of – this is all you've ever known because it's all you've ever been around. You haven't stepped outside of this moment to see something different. So you've, you've, you've made this idea of the entire world based on the pocket that you've existed in all this time. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this is, that's probably what these women did. They haven't ventured to see anything different. They live in East Harlem or wherever the fuck they live. And that's just all they know. And that's all they see. So they think that what's happening there is happening everywhere else to all other black women, and that's not the case. Cause and a par- it's, yeah. Because a part of what she said was that the good men then leave and get with other races, and they put them mm-hmm. on a pedestal. They hold them up. That's why I, I like what you I had lost. said about uh, how the, the, the thug dudes... I don't feel like they have yet. to look up to the black like they have the comments say, I got you yeah I yeah, yeah. Like the uh, good guys feel like they have to look up or live up to or meet the expectations of these other like they have to get to our yeah. level so they're gonna go above so and they're, they're, I feel like they're right, essentially they're doing the beyond. same thing they but it, it all actually stems from a, a an insecurity mm-hmm. in both situations um and it, it it'll it'll make the the black woman feel better because she has this Thug, whatever that means. I feel like we need to quantify the hood, nigga. Like, what what does that really mean? What are we really saying? Like, these niggas that grew up in the hood, are they hood hood, niggas? No, I think to be a hood nigga, you gotta be selling drugs. No, we, no, we hood niggas. No, I don't. I don't know. Are we? We grew up. I'm with some hood shit. But that's what I'm saying. I, but I don't like, think. It, but I'm also nigga? a good guy, so I don't think. Exactly. She, 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 that's the thing. All right. So, so I think it gotta be a. Dr- I, I, I look know, at it like this. Anybody that grew up in a rough neighborhood well, to me okay. is a hood nigga. If you're dealing with a thug, it's different. I get that. I get that. But if you're I. Dealing with a criminal is just different. But I feel like it's also very subjective too because I would not call y'all hood niggas. I would, if I had I to, if I had to put y'all in a because hood there's nigga a stereotype that come with it, then y'all would be good men. Right, but you know where we come from now. I know y'all are actually. So where that that holy grail pocket where y'all hood niggas, but y'all educated. <laughs> Actually, I, I appreciate that. Going I, I, on. I, I appreciate that. Thank you. It's a thing. Women she, love it. Just, Black women live for that shit. Like it's a vibe. So Shay just crowned us. <laughs> you know what, I'm what, what are we gonna put on our new bio? Now? <laughs> what, what was it? What was that again? Your million old hood, but educated at the same time. You know, elevation. Uh, you know. Ain't not like a woman, a black woman elevating you, man. But um, no. In all seriousness, I get it. There is a difference. I I feel like this. It, it it's been a long, it's a process for us to kind of transition because the whole street persona thing has been glorified in our community for a long time, and I feel like it's a dangerous thing to put in the minds of women, especially our young women, that a guy that participates in criminal activity is going to treat you better than a guy 
that doesn't. Because he's giving you. Because he's. Yeah, and this is on a. Because that's where, and you will put me on that. I watched it again, and it was about what they were willing to give and do mm-hmm. for her. Absolutely. And that was what she was calling. I will put her on a pedestal type of Taking her on an adventure. Yeah, taking her on an adventure. I'm like, oh, yeah. I, I, have, a, I have a daughter. I will never allow my daughter to feel like a man loves her because he buys her. And so that's why we put in effort and time and not just purchasing things, but creating situations where mm-hmm. she will experience these things again and she will mm-hmm. not be easily embarrassed. Right. So with that in mind, and, and plus not to mention, like, in our community, black men that are criminals are heralded a little bit. Kind of like, you know, the Robin Hood type of thing. And I get it. There's an allure behind, like, my whole life, there was a, seemed to be uh, something cool about being, you know, a street guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And uh, they're having that edge about you. So, in certain ways, you know, I would try to mirror that a little bit to gain some of that attention and that energy from the chicks. You know what I mean? We would all do it a little bit because that's what we saw growing up. And it's dangerous, though. And the, the good girls like the bad guys, basically. And then it's like, you look at other communities, and it was like, you know, their criminals were outcasts. Like, if you were a criminal in certain communities, you were weird. You were the person that nobody really wanted to be associated with. So why is it that we we're embracing our criminals versus and not saying that we throw our loved ones in the trash that are participating in criminal activity. Not saying that. But overall, I just want us to not celebrate it no more. Because I feel like that is what has taken a toll on our community the most. It's just that that's the divide between black men and black women right now. The fact that we can't be present in our children's lives because these same guys that grew up to be criminals are now trying to change their life around and trying to figure it the fuck out. Mm-hmm. And I have so many homies that's coming home that's, you know, trying to make that transition, trying to get out the streets, trying to do all the different shit. And now this shit is... But they're used to that quick... That fast around. money. They're used exactly. to that attention. They're used to the... You know what I mean? And it's just like, it's so hard for them. And, you know, it's cool to ball out for two or three years in your 20s or in your teens. And that shit cool. You won't have them stories for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. You can you can do everything you can in three years. Or you can do what you can do over 30, 40, 50 years. And these kids don't get that. And I just hate that we celebrate that shit so much, yeah, man. Didn't get it. That was the lore for me. I like how quick things seem to move. I like the respect. And I was just like, yo, I had a job basically since I was eight. Man. I've been working, hustling all this time. And I'm like, yo, they're making so much more money than me. Mm-hmm. Why shouldn't I sell this? Why shouldn't I sell it? So I did it. Okay. And I understood it. But then I also understood the risk that came with it. And when you see people around you getting locked up, you're like, man, listen here. I, you know you got, you either smart enough to know you next and get out of it, or you just not smart. Or you just like, fuck it. I put the power on our on not putting it on women, but I put the power on our men to know better, and I put the power on women on on also on women. Men gonna do what women are attracted to. That's the thing, right? But it's also the the message and the image that us as men is setting. Like I went into the school this was been like two weeks. This one young boy, I I had a little quick talk to. I might have told you. He was he was having a moment. 
You like teaching me how to spell the real thing. Fuck this bitch. Fuck you, pussy. Talking to kids. Mind you, he was so fucking small. This kid, man, maybe this tall. What's this? Six inches off this table. Another kid, I don't know if he's just short and young, but the other kid was like at least a foot taller than him. You fucking pussy, I'll fuck you up. I'm like, what did I just walk? I came here to get some school records. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what's going on in here? Mind you know, my business. was fucking snapping. I tried to talk to him. I love how a kid, kid on Friday told me I'm scary, so it must be that I'm scary. They give me this instant respect. But as soon as he stopped talking to me, he was, then a chick. Bitch, you better get out of my way. I'm like, what the f- I'm not his counselor. I ain't got no time to ask him what he's so angry about. Mm-hmm. I, I got my own job I'm dealing with right now. But I'm like, God damn, yeah, he was pissed off. I'm like, yo, young blood. It made me want to be a guidance counselor again. So right. I'm like, yo, you need to cease. And it was, but I will say, not, well, I don't know how long, but while I was in there, a, a, a black man working in that school came around. He had a bunch of kids following him. And I, every time I go into a school, I see a bunch of kids following some black man. And he, I don't know what his role was. But I'm like, so they got, he got it. But what school was it? It was, um, I'll remember later. It's, uh, is it in the West? It's in West. It's near Gerard. You know where Will Smith portrait is? It's that school across the street from there. Oh, right there on um, like Lancaster and Gerard. Yeah, it's Lancaster and Gerard. But I can't. A lot of these kids are very angry. A very. We 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 learn later his to deal with our emotions and we, properly. I knew he was mm-hmm. angry, but he I don't know he knew he was angry. Yeah, and then it seemed like anybody was talking to him. He probably didn't. He probably yeah. really was unaware of the fact that he was angry, and it might yeah. not have even been anger. It could have. He that's probably all he knew how to express. It could have mm-hmm. been something entirely different. Mm-hmm. I remember it was a student when I was student teaching. This boy used to sit in his anger for so long. Me and his teacher just used to be like, I don't know what to do. Like, it was nothing we could do to get him out of his anger for so long. And then it would be like a week where he was okay and we felt like we were getting somewhere. Then the next week, he's back to being angry and punching people and calling out in class and leaving class. But then he'll burst into tears at the blink of an eye. And then later on, we found out that his father couldn't get a visa to come to America. So all of the anger was stemming from not being all of the emotion rather, but all he knew was anger was stemming from him not being able to be with his dad. And it Mm -hmm. all made sense. But for the entire three months that I was there, it was constantly just like, what can we do? It was to the point that the disciplinarian at the school was like, I've never seen a kid this angry. He was just so angry and he sat in it for so long. Kids can be upset and then they bounce back and it's just like, okay, but he would just... All day, mm-hmm. all like from when he got there to when he left, and then we would try to talk to him, and it'd be like maybe five minutes of him being compliant. He'd be angry, getting his work done, getting good grades, but just in this angry place constantly. And oftentimes, teachers honestly don't have time. Exactly. They don't have time to dissect it to figure out what's going on. So it's just go to disciplinarian, go to disciplinarian, go to our our sister classroom. You need take 10 minutes or take however long you have to spend the day there kind of thing. So they don't even get what they need because they don't have the resources nor the time to get it done. It's terrible. Yeah. That's why I challenge, I challenge my young, my son all the time about it's like, all right, what are you mad about? You know, recognize it, deal with it 
and let's get through it. Yeah, but I just had a similar conversation with my kids about you can't do uh, that. How your emotions travel. Yeah, giving these crazy ass examples, but like you know, you got angry about this over here, and this was just this thing that happened here at school. Yeah, you got to see how that anger traveled throughout the day, and now you're home and you're displaying this anger this way, and you're right. not realizing it's actually stemming from this place. Right. So yeah, I'm building to that conversation. Cause, cause I asked him like, "What do you identify their anger and to mm-hmm. address it in the moment type of thing?" Yeah, because I, I asked him like, "Yo, what is your anger going to change?" Like, I could tell you to do something, you can get mad about it, but it's not going to change the fact that you're going to do what the fuck I told you to do. Right. Like, your anger is mm-hmm. not changing the waves of the world. The world is still moving. Everything is happening, regardless of whether you're moving or not. Mm-hmm. So what you have to do is deal with your shit, so we can get past it and move on. Like, I just don't be wanting to sit there and wallow in that shit and sitting there, you know, just mad. It's just like, dog, know why you're mad. Figure it out, get to the bottom of it, and let's move the fuck on. You know what I mean? And I mean, we got to give them the tools to identify because how long did it take for us to start really? Not until I got older. And that's why I, that's why I talked to on. him about his emotions because nobody ever talked to me about my emotions. I never, it was two things. Like, like we, we, we either fought. We cried mm-hmm. like we didn't. I never knew what to do with my emotions as a kid. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And my mom wasn't like a coddler. Like my mom wasn't no, oh baby, it's gonna be alright. You know, you be alright. You be cool. You know what I'm saying? She wasn't lying. I was cool after a while, but it was still like you didn't learn how to process. I never learned how to deal with my emotions. Mm-hmm. I did not learn how to deal with my emotions until I started dealing with women a little bit more. And trying to get to understand them a little bit more. I had to get in touch with my emotional side. And I really don't. I can shut that shit off. Like, I can literally, I'll be emotional for a minute. And then it's just like, mm, I don't like feeling this way no more. I'm done. So, you can feel that way all you want to. But I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? That adult lesson, I'm trying to get my son out of. Because he's not like, now he's not like us. Like, he don't deal, He don't live in an environment where he got to fight for everything. Where he got to... You know what I'm saying? And it was just like good that you don't, because he's not like he he don't get mad and get violent. He gets mad and just get into his, his zone. Like you know, don't want to do nothing, just want to sit there and pout all day. You know what I'm saying? And I tell him like, listen, you know, don't sit around me pouting. If you need some time, go take ten minutes, go up in the room, go get yourself together, come back downstairs, and we get back to it or whatever. But we not gonna do that. You know what I'm saying? And whatever that situation is, then I start asking, yo, what you mad about? Talk to me about it. All right, what can we do to fix it? We can't do nothing to fix it. Is it out of your control? Is it in your control? It's not in your control? All right, you got to get past it then. So it's just like trying to teach him to process it the best way I can because I never had somebody talk to me about, yo, process this emotion. When I felt things, it was just a lash out. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It was just like a, and that's why boys could fight and we could be friends because it was just like, it was really a moment. It was really a moment where we just didn't understand how to verbalize how we fucking felt. So we just would fucking fight. And I didn't stop fighting. I stopped fighting after niggas started shooting. When niggas started getting shot, I was like, I don't want to get shot. Like, don't get me wrong. I got in a few fights after that. But when I saw niggas start dropping, it was just like, no, like we ain't doing that. Because then I got to fully participate in that. But it's just like, you know, that is all us not being able to process our emotions. Yeah. 
Yeah. Everybody so. needs somebody to talk to, and everybody needs somebody to help them learn how to work through things. That's a fact. And it's good that you're starting early with the boy. We we got to talk to him. And we got to be more proactive in doing it with the boys. I think it comes naturally with the girls. Yeah. No, I'm not saying they are able to process. I'm saying we more, are more willing to process oh, yeah. our emotion with. I can coddle my daughter than with the boy. I can't coddle. Like I don't think I ever necessarily had like my parents help me process my emotions. Not even my mom, because my mom was very much like, literally at points would say to me, "I don't understand you. I don't know what to do with you," because she wasn't an emotional. She's not an emotional person. It's very much to the point. Like this is what it is. This is how I feel and. That's it. I don't need to cry about it. I don't need to yell about it. If I yell, it's very concise and to the point. And that's it. That's how my mm-hmm. mom's always mm-hmm. been. Very cut and dry. And I was always like, but I feel this way. <laughs> and I don't understand why you don't feel this way. And what do you mean you don't understand me? Like, constantly. And my mom would just be like, uh, I don't know what to do. That's crazy. You're her only daughter. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> And my dad would just be like, oh, she probably good with the boys. baby, come here. Just lay your head on my chest. But I never had anybody, like, help me figure it out. But I had so many emotions, I would have ex- exploded if I didn't learn how to figure it out. So, I, But I had to go about that journey on my own. Just like, all right, Shay, you got to fucking figure this shit out. Because you can't just go through life as this puddle of tears all the goddamn time. But it took a long time because I didn't have anybody guiding me through it. Mm-hmm. But I got there. Me, but I also wanted to get there. And I knew that it was something I had to do. Me, I'm different. That's why I said it. Because I having a daughter first, it very much made me say, All right, this is exactly what I feel like I need to do. I need to make sure she's ready to deal with her emotions as an adult. And that was just like, so I need to teach her to talk through her shit now. So from like two, three, four. You got to tell me exactly what you're going through. And even to this point, she's not even great at it. But it's like it was, she knows to start going through, like, a talk through with herself. Mm-hmm. And I think it helps. And for me, that's what it is. I don't I didn't want, I don't want to have my daughter be in her 20s and her emotions are limiting her mm-hmm. or holding her back or wasting her time. That's a big thing for me. Because, honestly, the boy... My oldest boy, he is probably the most emotional person in our house. Very outwardly emotion, very, like, expressive with it. It's clear when he's in a moment. And I think because he's coming from a situation where he's not, he has two active fathers, he has two dads. So he gets two messages. He got one person telling him, be a man, be a man. And he's got me like, you, you can cry. But you can't just be crying. Mm-hmm. You can do this, but it, you gotta actually do that. Like, so he has these competing narratives. I worry. Really, I think I'm a parent. I worry about all my kids. Mm-hmm. Like, I know how my emotions have stunted me, have gotten my way, in my way. Like Ray said, he stopped fighting after they started shooting. I was still fighting. We in the gym. What's his face had a gun? It's been multiple times where somebody's pulled out a gun on me. At least three that immediately come to my mind. And that's my emotions having caused me to want to be overly protective of somebody versus nobody actually physically did anything to my people. 
Right, and that was my emotion. My emotion said, "Yo, we gotta down this nigga." Yeah, like my emotion. There has to is be a trigger. So my emotions lead me what often lead me straight to violence. That's what I'm saying. Or action. How I be and if feeling? Action is gonna be violence, and that's what it's gonna be. If my feelings were things, if I let my feelings manifest, I would not be here. That's that's exactly what it is. I know that's what it is. It's, it's not. It's beyond. A, like I'm glad you mentioned that. My emotions was we got to down this nigga. If I would have said that to you, though, I wouldn't have helped you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because you had been feeding the fire. You would have been right with me. Let's go. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm never, I'm never like, I can say I didn't see why being not being emotional, but I used to feel like not being emotional and being clear helped me. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. being rational helped me see shit for what it was. But then that's not always the case. It's because, I, but I do need somebody like, yo, like, like, I will only get emotional if something happened to, like, somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's hard for me to really register what's going on with me because I'm really looking at shit through my, like, I see it clear. Unless a motherfucker threatens me, like, clear, like, yo, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z to you. For me, it just be like, you can talk, you can be mad, but this is just what it is. I'm not going to waver or change because you feel this way. Like I don't really, res- that was me not respecting people's feelings. Yeah, so <laughs> we gotta make sure we talk to our kids and help them learn how to process early. Yeah, respecting people. I think feelings. it'll help us. Cause no, you got it a does. Rash of black girls killing themselves. That's a fact. Moreover, kids period killing themselves and killing each other. I think another lesson is that you tell them it's okay to have those emotions. Mm-hmm. Like it's okay, to cry. it's okay to cry. Like it's okay to cry. Like, My thing is, you just gotta. You can't just be crying forever. For everything, <laughs> or fuck. for everything, and for a long period of time, <laughs> it really bothers me, yo. Are you crying again? I don't even crying don't bother me. It bothers an attitude. Like I have a daughter; she's nine. She gives me so much attitude, and I'll and. So it was to the point that I was just like, Mickey, listen, you can't, you can't be here all this time. Like you can't be in this fucking attitude all day, girl. Like what, what is it accomplishing? That's, that's so what that's, that's, so, what, that's what I'm saying. But didn't do anything. So I said, you know what? Cool. Be in this attitude all day if you want to. And then at the end of the day, a day that I might have had something planned that I didn't go through with because you were in this attitude. At the end of the day, I have a discussion. I say, baby. This is what I had planned today, but you were like here that. all day, and I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I couldn't bear being in a space with you because you were in this space. Mm-hmm. So you missed out on this because you had an attitude over the fact that I didn't get you a fucking breakfast sandwich from Wawa that morning, mm-hmm. and you kept it all day. Mm-hmm. Do you understand how ridiculous that is? But that's, that's good. What I do. But then, like I said, I'm that, also a pussy because then sometimes I can't. No. Nah, fam. No, mm-hmm. what I'm saying is when the, those attitudes reveal, I feel like that's an opportunity. To, that's the perfect opportunity to teach you about your attitude. Listen, fam, the world don't stop. With that said, go to your room. I'm about to have me a good motherfucking day. You know what I'm saying? I do shit like that. <laughs> but then like Shay just says she wasted the day. I definitely try to do that. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, you guys, you're fucking up this. <laughs> no. I wanted to take us here. You're fucking it up. You're not going <laughs> to And then how quickly you switch yeah, 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 like, switch oh, I'll do that. Do that to my children. I do that. I'll do that to my girl. I'll do that to anybody. Like, 
if you got an attitude and you're in a pissy mood, it's just like, all right, <laughs> you stand over here. I'm going to move on and continue to have, enjoy my fucking life. But it's just like you need to be by yourself. The world is not going to stop depending on how the fuck you feel. Nobody gives a fuck that much how you feel. We can go to therapy about talking about our feelings and all we want to. But sometimes people feel like their feelings are, it is more important to you than you the rest of the world. Club? No, I shouldn't. You Fight Club? Why? I never Have saw Fight, Fight Club. Club? I was gonna say, like, don't let me be the only person at this table that's watched fucking Fight Club. You ain't one never of my favorite. Club. I Thank you. We had a, a yeah. conversation about one the of my favorite. Is that what I'm about to say? That was yeah. one of my favorite pieces. The snowflake. You didn't. You weren't in that. I was there, but I. You didn't. are not I a never. snowflake. You are not unique and special. Mm-hmm. Brad Pitt gives a hell of a speech, but that's how I feel. That's why I, I, I have said that speech to my children. I, I had it memorized at one point. I, I'm not. I had those adult conversations. I had to have this real ass conversation with Mickey one day because she had been giving me so much attitude and it was nonstop. And I had to tell her one day, I said, baby, listen, I care about your feelings because I'm your mother, but I need you to understand that I don't have to. <laughs> that's, <laughs> not, that's not a that's part a of the job. <laughs> I didn't. I don't do this because I. I. I don't. Oh, I don't goodness. have to care. I am because I'm mommy. But trust, if I woke up tomorrow and said I don't want to care about her feelings, I wouldn't have to do it. It could be a thing. I think you need to take that <laughs> in consideration. What do you do to anybody that gives you attitude, though? Because you got to do this shit with everybody. What do you do? You honor it. You say, "Oh, did I offend you? I apologize." That person chooses. You can give reasons behind mm-hmm. why it was a misunderstanding, but if that person chooses to be met, what are you going to do? Like, I'm going to respect how you feel. Uh-huh. I'm going to give you I'm your time. Over here doing my own <laughs> but I'm going to continue my life. That's it. I do that to my children. That's all you can do. I do that to everybody. I can't just, I don't just isolate that shit to people I don't care that much about. I got to do that to people I care about, too. Yep. Because if I put your feelings that, if I make your feelings that much important, you're going to think the world's going to think your feelings that important. And you're going to be and very I think much that's important that we with establish with the people we care about that. That the world we are the only change. people that care. Like nobody else. Nobody gives, gives a, a fuck, fuck how you feel. <laughs> how you're feeling Ain't right nothing now. will happen. You know what happens if your car breaks down on the highway? People keep on. People go the fuck around you. By. Only a few. One person is going to stop to fucking give you a, a jump. A lot of people going to honk if you in their goddamn right. way sure. too. Don't to be move. too far out. So like, you're not stopping the show. It's too much happening. Like yo, we are just a blip on the system. Like we are not that important. I I am important, but to the grand scheme of things. So it's just like, yo, your attitude is not going to change the weather. It's not. We still, it's still fucking sunshine outside. And I'm about to go play ball, nigga. You can sit here. But I'm going out to shoot some hoops. Because Aiden, this, this, this really happens with basketball with us. This nigga can't stand losing. It's like, all right, cool. Oh, you crying? Oh, go sit down. We about to continue this game. But you go sit down and shit, and I'm going to continue busting their ass too. You know what I mean? But if you can't handle. Gray ain't busting nobody ass. Please. Ow. If you can't handle the game and the way it's played out, you're not going to win every time. So you're not built for it. No, life lessons. Life Anything lessons. else? Nah, man. That was a. Uh... Hold on. Did I what the fuck? Did we... How did we get We've there? just been all over the place. So yeah, okay. I'm trying fine. to just bring us home because we bring had holidays. Home. We discussed it. I don't know what else to say about the fucking holidays. Merry <laughs> Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy Hansa Kwanzaa. All of them. Hansa Kwanzaa. <laughs> yeah. Um, we proud of shit. Dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. I made it out of clay. Dreidel, All of dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. Um, we talked about our kids being emotional. Carl Thomas. Um, yeah. My man got his braids cut, his dress cut. Oh yeah, that's yeah. one. Yeah, we hit all the topics. All right. Well, yeah. um, 
Dale, you want to close us up? Well, everybody remember the Greek word oxymoron in and of itself is oxymoron. Oxy meaning sharp and moron meaning dull. I feel like we were pretty sharp today. Okay, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't hear too much dull. It's your story about the kid and the mouth. That, that shit is so funny. funny to me. <laughs> I wish you would have recorded that shit. Dog, if you would have seen <sighs> when the cat ran, if you would have seen the real life fear that I saw. See, the glory about me is when I'm really grounded, I don't get moved. Like, shit don't, a moment thing won't scare me. So I was the only one that ain't jump. So it's like everything having a slow motion for me. I got to watch the fear. My lady grown ass <laughs> woman. The fear in everybody's face. The one the cat ran. It's so fucking price. Cause I'm thinking, look how big this fucking cat, you see my, my cat's big as shit. This big ass cat, you think that's a mouse? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like, the cat is huge, dog. Like, you just, you know how So, man, yeah, thank y'all for tuning in, as yeah. always. Uh, unfortunately, you won't be able to do the recap on Facebook Live because that kept failing, but we will have this episode on the YouTube. Yeah. Anything else, y'all? No. All right, two fingers like a player. Peace. Peace.